We are rocking a $5,000 FFPC Superflex, the never too early best ball tourney. I got my boys Wheeler, Eric. Let's fire this up, boys. Go District. <laughs> bleep a ball, bleep a ball, bleep a ball, bleep bleep ball, and I bleep a ball, bleep a ball, bleep a ball, 'cause I bleep bleep bleep. Hey, bleeding a ball, defeated the odds, and see him at all. JD in the pies, I needed it all. I bleeded a lie, you bleeded a lie, not bleeded a lie, and that's what a goat do. Facts, let me show you. Happen to know, dudes draft and they don't do bad and they don't lose. Make you wanna bleep bleep bleep. It's the goat district, boys giving you the business and no gimmicks. The best ball drafts got me feeling like it's Christmas. Then it's Christmas all of a sudden, and these riches came from nothing, and I got this all from loving the district. See, I just drafted, forget it. I laughed. The critics, yeah. they mad at the digits. Yeah. I clap back by listening. Yeah. See, balling ain't a problem if you kick it with them off. And I refresh the feet till autumn. Then I bleep, 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 go. Happy Sunday afternoon, guys. What better way to spend it than balling, man? Balling live, doing a best ball. With a couple of boys, we're going to banter about roster builds, best balls. We'll talk a bit of that Chicago-Carolina trade. Lots to talk about today. Let us uh, let me get this screen up. Kev Wheeler, how are you guys doing today? Uh, did I lose you guys? I'm here. Can you hear me? My bad. <laughs> there we go. I'm here. <laughs> doing well. I had myself on mute. All good, man. All good. <laughs> Uh, so we, we did one of these, was it last? We've done a couple of these now, these ball and lives. So th those are that are new. We're doing these on the weekly. We appreciate you guys hanging with us today on a Sunday afternoon. And, uh, for those that are back, hope you enjoyed the last ones. I know we've been getting, um, some good feedback on them. So we're going to keep them coming. How you guys, uh, Eric, how many of these have you done so far? These 35, uh, five Ks. Oh, uh, more than I wanted to, man. I, I'm not a big tournament guy, but, uh, you know, I, I definitely did a few last year. And I, I want to say I'm probably up to 10 already this year, which is probably a little scary uh, for me. But, uh, yeah, man, they're a lot of fun, man. All right, I'm on the clock. Kev, how are you feeling about today, man? I'm doing all right. Uh, having the second overall pick kind of allows me to – freelance for a little while kick back enjoy it like the yeah, pick is, is made the pick is made for me I, this, end, this end of the pool is dirty man yeah <laughs> i was in the middle of the last time we did one of these uh the uh tournament ones um, Try i think it was yeah actually i think i've been in the middle of the last two weeks so just for those just for those listening uh post when we drop this in the pod format make sure you check us out on youtube and spotify to get the visuals, but Wheeler's in the two spot. He picked up Josh Allen. I am in the eight spot. I picked up Kelsey, and right next to me is my boy Shiva, Eric, in the nine yeah, spot. Yeah, man. I, I yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I don't know. I was very uh, stuck between Lamar and, and Lawrence there, man. It's a tough decision, especially without knowing exactly what's happening with Lamar, where he ends yes. up, does you know all that kind of stuff. 
so it's definitely a tough one. I don't mind swinging Lawrence. I, I've done that in a few of these actually. Uh, swing Lawrence ahead of Lamar just because of the this not only the safety of it, but again, and I talk about an ascending offense, right? These guys yeah, uh, took a, a huge step last year, and you got to think they're going to take another one, especially with Ridley coming joining the party. I actually, I have Lamar ahead. Uh, actually, I have Lamar as my QB5 still because as soon as he signs anywhere, I feel like that's where we're going to be drafting him, QB5. And uh, we've seen him do it before. Um, I'm high. I, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. I just, I think, I think Lamar is actually, as soon as he signs with anybody, he's QB4-5. He's in that debate for me. Oh, more decisions here. So I'll read off the I'll read off the well, first after I make my pick here. Shiva, yeah, go out. ahead and make your pick. Um, so I don't know if you went over the first round. It started out five quarterbacks with Justin Fields being fifth. Justin Jefferson goes off the board at six. Then Herbert and JD took Kelsey last time. We had the Shiva with Trevor Lawrence. Then Lamar goes. Then we see. Position players, Jamar Chase, Christian McCaffrey, Cooper Cup, and Austin Eckler go. I would assume we saw Deshaun Watson go next. And then the Shiva goes with – did you go with Tyreek Hill there? Yeah, I sure did. Uh, it's tough right here. I mean, I like the pick. Head, man. This is brutal. I like the pick. It, it's – the quarterback tier, there's yeah. probably one quarterback left in the tier. But yep. then, yeah, Tyreek Hill I have as the wide receiver three over Cooper Cup. You probably would have gone Cooper Cup there if he had lasted, would you? Uh, yeah, it would have been close. I'm pretty even on both of them right now. I don't have a ton. I think I'm up to that. That'll be my third Tyreek, and I think I got two Cooper Cups right now. So um, I like them both, man. I don't, I don't think you can go wrong with either one. I really don't. The only reason I say that is I think we talked about it last time that you yeah. you were still pretty high on cup. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I well, I'm not super low. I just have uh, Tyreek and Devontae Adams actually ahead of him. Like I'm hoping Devontae gets the quarterback he wants or a quarterback he wants. If if we end up with somebody disappointing a quarterback for them, Devontae would probably drop considerably. Although he is relatively quarterback proof in my eyes as well. I don't know, man. So we've Jared got. Stedham looked pretty good last year. So we've got. Anyway. Sorry, Eric. Ten QBs off the board right now. You picked up. The, you picked up Lamar and Watson. In or no, that's not even you. You picked up Trevor Lawrence. My apologies. I did. So you've got Lawrence and Hill. I've got Kelsey Prescott. Wheeler's coming up. He picked up Allen in the first round. We've got six receivers off the board as we approach the back end of the second. We've got three running backs and 10 quarterbacks, and I've got the only tight end in Kelsey. Um, trying something a little a little different from the A spot here. It's uh, I think this might be my first in this range. I'd have to look back, but I'm usually in the front, I feel like, or more uh, to the middle. Um, and then we see two running backs go off again here with Dijon and Barkley, and now Wheeler's on the clock. Well, I was just talking about him, so I might as well take him. There, there he lasted. You got to take him, right? Yeah, uh, I, I was tempting those that are listening to take him, but uh, they didn't bite, so I might as well just snag him right up. Devontae Adams, for those uh, who don't have the visuals on, 
goes off as the wide receiver seven, and we've got one pick left. The one spot who started with Mahomes takes A.J. Brown and Mark Andrews to complete the two-three turn in this super flex best ball. Andrews is a good pick there. Now I've mm. been I've been drafting this guy in my queue everywhere, and I think I need you guys to talk me out of him. So like, here he goes. Give me a reason I shouldn't be drafting Derrick Henry at this spot. I don't. I can't really give you one. Um, All right, good. Because I, I own a ton of them. You, you know, like I see him in the second round, pretty much anywhere in the second round in non-superflex drafts, and I can't stop taking him. Yeah, and I think this is the big difference between dynasty and a best ball, right? Right. Like dynasty, you're trying to get out now because he still has like a ton of value, and you probably can't even get as much for him as you could have last year. But best ball, man, it's 17 games. Um, you need these players to produce for 17 weeks. It's hard to find a running back that can do what he can do for 17 weeks. Uh, Heck, even if he does it for eight weeks, he's good. Like he's a top five running back for eight weeks. Like, uh, and then I can fill in the back end of my roster with like, I I could go zero or, you know, solo RB. I I don't have another, I have to draft another running back until double digit rounds right now. I mean, I probably will because I like my big running backs. But oh man, there are so many decisions here. <laughs> it gets tough, eh? I'm yeah. I'm on the clock right now at three oh eight, and oh, definitely yeah. definitely some decisions to make. Um, yeah, but I it's almost like you can't really go wrong here, right? Like, oh, I I could uh, for sure. Uh, don't, yeah, right. mm. uh, yeah, this is tough. <laughs> Dude, she's, she's stressing too much. It's like there's a lot of good position players. Quarterback will come back to you if you want to wait. Like, that's I think you guys are in a good spot that, that's here. That makes me nervous, man. That makes me nervous. So after I picked Henry, Brees Hall went, Josh Jacobs, Kenneth Walker. We had Kirk Cousins that went, and uh, the Justin Jefferson owner was able to stack Kirk Cousins. And then we have Daniel Jones. So J.D. goes with Garrett Wilson. Yep, 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 yep. And that's a stackable piece, too, because that quarterback is going to – well, you're not quite sure who it is yet, but – if you want to make assumptions, you probably uh, can scoop him up a little bit later for that. Kev, stack. You, Kev, Kev you're talking too much. You're talking okay. too much here. You gotta, you gotta wait. To They'll forget by that. They'll forget by that. You gotta, you oh gotta have God. those discussions after. You know All what right. I mean? My bad. That's that's, that's oh, not really boy. fair. Come on. I'll, you know I'll, better. Sorry about that. Ah, it's all good, man. You know me. Right. I, I'm like I'm like water, brother. <laughs> I, like you know, like Bruce Lee says, buddy. You gotta be like water. You know. Fair enough. This is crazy. Um. I don't know why I'm struggling today. I, I, you got single-digit seconds left, brother. Oh, yeah, we, we're gonna go. You're fine. Uh, we're gonna there go for the is. double dolphin here. Ooh, there it is. He's, he's can he can, can he complete? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> no way. What are you saying, JD? <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing. 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 We got. We got. It's so top, it's so, so far. Brother. 
so far, all three of us have picked in the first three rounds. We've got Wheeler in the two spot with Josh Allen, Devontae Adams, Derrick Henry. I'm in the eight spot with Kelsey Prescott, Garrett Wilson, and the Shiva starts off with Trevor Lawrence and pairs up the Dolphin receivers and Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. So we're ending the third round right now. Uh, Wheeler, you you read off the first round. I'll read off the second. Cooper Cup, Austin Eckler, Deshaun Watson, Tyree Kill, Dak Prescott, JT, the third RB off the block, Stefan Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, Bijan Robinson, Barkley, Devontae Adams, and then A.J. Brown finishes off the second round. Third round, Mark Andrews, Derrick Henry to Kevin, Brees Hall, Josh Jacobs, Kenneth Walker, Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones. I took Garrett Wilson. The Shiva takes Waddle. Uh, Cap, Captain, Captain Hook, I guess. Captain Cook takes uh, AMS, AMSB, <laughs> ASB, <laughs> and T. Higgins. Uh, we're waiting on, oh, there we go, back-to-back. Back. Tua and Murray taken oh, by, by – that's, um, that's a gut punch, man. That's a gut punch. Jimmy D. So CMC. That's top, a kick in the nuts. And then yeah, he goes Tua, Kyler Murray. And then TJ Hawk as the tight end three goes off in Damn. the second pick in the, as, as a tight end two. That sucks. So Captain yeah, that's rough. started with Lamar, Deshaun Watson, and St. Brown. So what do you guys think so far with how we've seen? We've got three tight ends. We've got nine running backs. We've got 14 QBs. And then nine receivers off the board. Sorry, 12 receivers off the board. Before I get to that, J.D., I'm going to play a little game here and try to snipe you, buddy. Uh, I don't know if this is who you're going for, but. Since I got sniped, I'm going to do it to you. Yep, that's definitely a snipe. <laughs> I like it. I think that's early for him. I do too, but it, I got to, you know, if what happened to me is going to happen to Jay. See, this is this is where <laughs> I wish this is where I wish I had gone ASB because then I could stack him with Goff here. I mean, we, I, I get it's too early for him. Normally, I would go with another quarterback, uh, but I have a lot of him already. I mean, QB 15, if he ends up with the Jets, I mean, there's a chance he could sneak into the top 12, maybe. He could, for sure. Um, um, or he could retire and just destroy my team. Uh, that'd be cool, too. So, he could also do that, man. He is. He's a nut, man. He's, yeah. he's a nut. <laughs> he, he's a nut. <laughs> that's about yeah. all you could say. Yeah, like he's got some screws loose. That's, that's... Yeah, man, he's an interesting, interesting dude. And, and, I'm not, you know I'm what? I'm not gonna probably will retire, so I'm screwed. I'm I'm not chasing QB here. I, I said it earlier. I was in a DM with I think it was Theo. We were talking best ball earlier. I don't chase positions, man. I'm not gonna chase and take a lesser player. I'm taking Devontae Smith here to pair up with Garrett Wilson. Uh yep. we'll worry we'll worry about quarterback as we get through this thing. Let me scroll up so you guys can see. Let us know in the chat. Appreciate you guys in the chat. Um if you prefer us in the bottom or the top. I know last or on the side, I mean last week. I believe we're at the bottom, which a lot of people said they like. So maybe we'll we'll roll that way for now. Whatever gets me away from the line of sight, the best. <laughs> JD, one of the things that stick out to me is is Team Twelve here. Uh, I mean, started off with McCaffrey Cup. That's absolutely in, you know, a dynamic. I, I love his team. I love his. I, I love the value that, on Kyler. I will say this: his his quarterbacks are very very risky. Uh, for sure. If they, Tournament. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if it pans out for him, starting with McCaffrey and Cup uh, and, and getting those guys, I mean, that, that could be 
uh, pretty dang, that's a dangerous team so far. Yep. Yeah, get tournaments, right? You want to take more yep. risks? Yep. Um, I'm going to throw us back on the side Are here. Are you trying to make me feel bad for my Rogers pick? <laughs> no, not not at it, all. You, you, because look, he tired, so it, I don't know. If, like I don't know if you noticed the hat, uh, Eric, but I wore the camo today just because I'm I'm out here to snipe. You know, yeah, man, I, I like I, it. I don't I don't mind sniping. I don't mind getting sniped. It just makes me go a different way. Yeah, I don't I sure. don't cry about it. Um, I, it's Good. fun, man. It's all. It, it, I'm, it I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a hundred more of these where I can, you know, get Wilson and Rogers. I'm sure in a better yeah, spot sure. than, than here. So. I did want to cry when Tua went. Just <laughs> we 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 saw that we saw that coming, man. We saw the build coming, and and that's what yep. you try to do, right? It's 100%. tough. That that's kind of what I like about the ends is I feel like you can play around with the the stacks a little better, especially when the guys are close. But that that's the fun of this. I sometimes I laugh because I feel like guys will take guys just because they think they're sniping me. And I wasn't even right. considering going that way, you know. And then it just doesn't even—it looks really off on their roster. So I'm like, "Looks, it's fine with me, man," you know. For sure. So we're in—we just finished the fourth round. Uh, I'll read it off. Just—I've done the first three. We've got Kyler Murray, like we talked about, T.J. Hawk, Chubb, Rogers for uh, Eric as his QB two. I took Devontae Smith. Geno Smith goes off the board next. Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, Jared Goff, Tony Pollard, DK Metcalf, and then Ramondre season. Stevenson yeah, goes off. Yeah, I think off. Peanut Punch is uh, team number one here is off to a pretty damn good start. Uh, yeah, he's a profesh, bro. He's a profesh, Peanut Punch. Oh, yeah, yeah and, the, and then here he goes. With it's rare line. that I'm in a draft without Peanut Punch, you know? Oh, dude, that guy is – he's even in – Every damn underdog draft. Too. We should get him uh, to come on. Uh, we should get him to come on the stream one week. We do. That's my buddy, man. I grew up with him, man. Uh, he's he's uh, Illinois. Uh, Hook it up, dude. Hook it up. This is why we yeah, pay man. you big bucks, uh, man. You know. He, dude, <laughs> I know. Me and Wheeler are neighbors yeah. too. It's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, we're pretty close, I guess, aren't we? Peanut Punch is in the area too. Is he not this area? He's in Illinois. I wasn't I wasn't following him until uh you tagged him on a tweet earlier. I thought I had been. I've seen I see him in drafts all the time. I love oh, that, that value, uh yeah. I love that value, Kev, with Wilson at the Yeah, I figured it was the last of the tier. I almost yeah. took him in the late fourth there, but I figured there's one other that I wouldn't have minded grabbing. So I figured Peanut Punch wouldn't have taken two. I didn't even think he was going to take Russ. So, and see, I would have taken Russ over Rogers. Uh, I am right. way over on Russ right now, anyway. But the I would have. I, uh, kind of I actually was hoping Goff would fall. I. I <sighs> but, um, yeah, I have Goff above Rogers, Geno, Russ. For sure. I have him above Tua and Kyler too, and I I, th I think I have uh, Gaffa headed Daniel Jones as well. I, I I think I prefer the upside of Trey Lance to Derek yeah, Carr. That's just me. Yes, yes. What JD do? Even Lance, okay. Oh boy. So Derek Carr does have some upside now. Oh, like, I, I I love where he landed. Don't get me wrong. Right. Right. Don't get me wrong. I just I feel like I feel like because of the bitterness in the last two seasons with Lance that people still have in their mouth. Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of 
because you got to think in that offense um, now that I feel like this year it'll be less like, I mean, who knows, right? It sounds like Purdy oh, is, totally. is sounds like Purdy's pretty Purdy injured, right? It doesn't <laughs> seem like he's coming back anytime soon. So I feel like people are not realizing yet that Lance is is going to be the starter, the guy that they you know uh, build this offense around. So I, I don't, I'm excited for him, especially at his price as QB twenty right now. Yeah, Lance was the guy I was going to take if and er- Eric Peanut Butter had taken Wilson. Eric with the Gibbs. I've got Jameer Gibbs. I've got so much Jameer Gibbs, dude. I'm glad dude, you got yeah, I'm, I'm way, 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 way over on him. Same. Way over, but I'm Same. fine with it, dude. Uh, if, he, if he lands in the right spot, I, I think, you know, I mean, there are some bad landing spots for him, but if that guy landed with a with like a Sean Payton or an Andy Reid type coach, even Sean an exciting player, like dude. That, my God, dude. I mean, I, I think he, he's. 44 receptions, guys. Like, this yep. this guy's all over the field, catching the yep. ball, running the ball. I see a lot of people had him comp to uh, Jamal Charles, man. And if he's anywhere near that, uh, I mean, Jesus, you're, you're talking top three running back all day long, man. I, I think Aaron Jones is another guy, considering they locked him up. I think, and, and you got to. Oh, he's a big value. You got to, you got to think they lean running game. A bit more now, you know, with with a new quarterback coming in, I love Aaron Jones. Uh, this too. this might be the first season where I really really like him, especially at at RB eighteen. Yeah, I, I yeah I, I agree. He's one of the best values at running back. That along, I, I think J.K. Dobbins is up there too. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I love some Aaron Jones, especially in that even in non super flex, you're able to get him in the fourth round, which is pretty incredible. See Wheeler. Think- I think Sorry. the reason I don't have more Aaron Jones is because I do keep on taking Dobbins there. And I have I have plenty of Gibbs, but I've been getting him uh, in the sixth and seventh and other formats in one QB league. So it's it's other formats, though. Like, you'll just – you'll see <laughs> there are smarter drafters in the FFPC, no, plain I, and simple. So that's you got to get your guys – you got to get the good guys quick. You don't see a whole lot of value fall in FFPC, especially in the tournaments, too, man. Right, right. Because everybody's going for upside, which is fun. I love doing tournaments because it's, you just go Damn. balls to the wall, right? You're you're trying to hit home runs, right? And yeah. That, that, like yeah. what what kid doesn't like to go to the batting cage yeah. and just try to hit home runs? Just yeah. I like that Cooper uh, Murray Cooper pick there. Um, I, I yes. love these rounds. You were talking about earlier Wheeler saying you can't really. I love from five to eight. I feel like there's so much juice in those those three rounds, three four rounds. For sure. Um, yeah, I just I, I don't see a bad pick until like, well, it'll fall off a tier probably. Probably right when it's my pick, it'll fall off a drastic tier. But oh, oh, right. yeah, there, there's value that continues to fall, like especially at wide receiver. Jeez, I'm looking at these wide receivers like yeah. probably. I'm about to take a big swing here. I um, probably should have thought running back instead of Metcalf. I mean, it's a tournament, man. Let's go swing for the fence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there are so many golden receivers here. See, I'm – I you, you know what I what I feel like doing, eh, Wheeler? Oh, uh, I, I, I could see. Oh, little damn. little little bit of damn. a payback, little bit of a payback here for my QB three. What do you think? 
Well, did he go with the Hall of Famer? Uh, let me see. Let me see here if I'm missing anything. First. I'm missing something. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at receivers. So, like, if it's yeah. not a receiver, yeah. I don't well, know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll go. I'll, you know what? I'll go this guy just so we could talk about it. And just because I bought him today. So, I'm going to go oh. with my boy DJ Moore yeah. in Chicago. Damn. I, that's I love, that's where I thought you were going. And, and I want and I wanted to talk to you guys about this. It's the first thing on my see my little my little oh, yeah. stickies here. Yeah, because we were talking about it for an hour before. So I've I've got a I, uh, Shiva and I are in a '77 team. We joined because of actually Shane because of Shane who actually left the league. Didn't he yeah? Left how about league, it? Right? Yeah. But um, it, it's still it's a fun league. There's, there's a few fun. Uh, fun players in there. It's a 77 buy-in on, on the FFPC. Guys, go check out the FFPC. You see the code and the links below. Uh, sign up. Guys, you could sign up. You get a $25 credit, and you can sign in to this tournament, which is a $35 buy-in. So you're literally paying 10 bucks to win 5000 It's a no-brainer. If you're watching this or listening, you're not already on the FFPC, guys, go to myffpc.com, sign up right now. It, like I say, it's it's the playground of fantasy land for us to us degens to play in, especially this time of year. But I, I I'm curious to get your feedback on this. I have I, I have an idea because we've all three of us have been in the DMs. Like I said, I've added DJ Moore to a Justin Fields contender. I paid a 24 first and a 24 second, which I'm hoping is late in this league. Um, I I love this this match. I, I was all over, you know, maybe not the same. It might not be the same. Maybe it is. Maybe it's better. Who knows at this point? But I, I was all over Diggs going to Allen. I was all over Hertz um, and A.J. Brown. I'm loving this this little this little marriage in Chicago. Wheeler, I'll go to you first. Or sorry, yeah. I'm on the clock, so give me just a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I meant the Shiva. I meant the Shiva because I'm looking right at you on the clock. The Shiva, I'll go to you first. We're at the other end of the pool, and I know you're opinionated, so drop it, brother. How you feeling about yeah, it? Yeah, man. Look, it's a great move for the Bears, obviously. I, I mean, anytime you can upgrade for, from what they had, uh, you know, Vilas Jones and, you know, Darnell Mooney's a nice player, but, I mean, he's an over near a wide receiver. One. Where, where, is he, where does he fit for you, Eric uh, Mooney, in, in this I think, hierarchy right now? I, I think for DJ Moore, I think where he's going is good. Um, like, I don't think it changed much. No, no, I mean, I mean Mooney, because you talked about Mooney. I'm curious oh, yeah, where you for, fit. Because we were talking about this in one of my high stakes DMs saying, like, Mooney is what? Because they, they paid for Claypool, right? Second round uh, pick, if I'm not I, forgotten. I think, Mooney's for better than, I think Mooney's better than Claypool. Is, is like, I think, I don't want to name off the players right now to where I think he's going, but um, like, I, I think it, it hurts Mooney because, listen, the, until we see the Bears have a high-flying offense or a passing offense, it's tough to project them being a passing offense. I mean, this franchise in the history, and John Lobb said this on your podcast about four years ago, in the history of their franchise, they've never had a 4,000-yard passer, ever. That's, like, mind-blowing. I know the players are different. The coaching staff's different. I get all of that. But, like, this team just never seems to have a high-powered – they want to – offense they want to run the ball they want to play good defense maybe it'll change now with dj moore and justin fields they got mooney and claypool until i see it i'm not buying it i think dj moore is at a good place i don't think it increases value i don't think it decreased his value um mooney i think obviously it hurt if he were to ever do something it would have been last year my opinion when you know there was no other wide receivers on that team 
he should have been forced fed 160, 170 targets, and he had a chance to kind of cement himself. Um, and I mean, the, the you know, it just didn't happen. So, I mean, that, that's my take. I, I, you know, I know Chicago fans love DJ Moore, and he's, you know, if they think he's going to be a wide receiver one, top 12, I, I think they're sadly mistaken. I mean, I don't see any reason why he, I mean, DJ Moore is going to be Chicago's, Chicago's wide receiver one, right? But he's, he's, he's you're going to see him line up everywhere. Like, yeah, he's going to get pelted with targets. Mooney's going to be the deep And threat. not only targets, like, our boy, our boy Theo, I'll find the tweet later, but Kev, just to add, he, he ran the ball with Cam Akers, right? Yes. He had like 150 yeah, yeah. yards rushing or something. No, that was his appeal coming in as well. He he ran at the University of Maryland as well. Um, yeah, so, like, real quick, like, is is DJ Moore better on the Bears, or would he be better off on Carolina with CJ Stroud force feeding him the ball? Like, I mean, and that's a like question that I struggle with in my head. You know what I mean? So here's the thing: with DJ Moore, you have to literally add. 100 targets to Chicago's offense. Um, like, I understand that the a lot of guys doing projections are looking at um, giving him a 25% target share and bumping up the Chicago offense, you know, a little bit um, as far as how many plays they run. And But I, I, think, I think DJ Moore adds an element to Chicago that isn't there. If targets are earned, he's going to take a hundred targets and add it to that offense. He's going to get first downs. They're going to have more offensive drives. Um, you know, they're they're not going to be in third down as much just because they have DJ Moore there. Wheeler, Wheeler, I have twenty five seconds to ask you this this question: Have you ever ordered two for one pizza? <laughs> Probably, I'm, 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 I'm sure. To, I went to, to <laughs> I went to college. <laughs> I, I'm about to two for one right now. Probably my favorite value in superflex drafts, and I'm about to snipe my boy Eric with this pick right here. Very, I, I know it's gonna hurt. I know it's gonna hurt Eric. Try to try to grasp yourself. I like it. I like the pick. Jordan um, Love as Q, my favorite QB three, especially in these superflex drafts. Yeah, I've yeah, been scooping him up. Oh. Um, Damn. All right. Yeah, that that's a good pick. pick. That is a good pick. Is that where you were going? I feel like yeah, if was, I – On the way back, you probably would have gotten them. Let, um, me, let me ask you guys this, and Eric, after you I'm make going, your pick. I'm going because... another wide receiver here. Go ahead, J.D. No, I was going to ask you That's a good this. pick. Let's that's where I, I thought you were going, actually. Let's took, Yeah, that's a nice pick. Let, let's say I took Watson instead of D.J. Moore. Yep. Does Love make it back to me here? Yeah. Yeah, so? I mean, it's tough. I, I think so. Yeah, I wish I had done that, but again, in the but next you could. Run, Watson was gone before you got DJ. Yeah, Watson. Yeah, Watson got picked before. He, oh, I'm looking at the other. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes. My fault. Yeah, you're right. It's going but to I thought you were going to go Christian Clerk, Kirk to block his stack with T Law. Oh, that's the I didn't first even thing see that. that. I would. I would have totally done that. But that's either the way, first it's thing stack, I went through right? my head, I'm like, shit. But I did have love in my queue. Wow. Yeah, either way, either way, he's st- he's getting a stack done there. Yeah, yeah, I saw Eric going Kirk and then love on the way back. But yeah, get the double. But, but he would have actually grabbing love 
first would have been optimal just because Sunday Sampler there doesn't have a quarterback. I've only got one rifle, Kev. I can't I can't snipe him <laughs> with one with one pick. I know I know I went down the two for one, but I thought I thought you were gonna go with Kirk. Uh, uh, I almost drafted Kirk on the turn prior. Yeah, and see, like this is my thing. Like, I mean, like when I, oh, man, Keenan Allen at wide receiver twenty one. I, I I think that it's man. Like that's solely based on age. I, I feel like yeah. Well, I I think that's like. I have Keenan. I would rather have a couple of receivers that went after him. Like before I draft Keenan, I would take London. I took Jamison Williams. I I've reached. Um, I'm following Jamison Williams up. I was getting him at a value at one point, and now I just keep grabbing him. I keep preaching for him. Like I think he's just going to be staff this year. I need to stop. I need to back off. But um, and then I just grabbed Jerry Judy for the stack. Uh, I did pass up on Godwin. I would have liked Kirk. Um, but I have all of those that I just mentioned ahead of Keenan. Like, wow. the age cliff is real. It's there. Um, I could be – I could see Keenan having a great start to the season, but he fades. That That's just how I see it. That's how I'm reading it. Um, if he were to go – if he would have dropped to say, uh, I mean, he'd be drafted as like almost a back end wide receiver too, like that. I yeah, I, I would. I would be drafting him as my wide receiver three. I don't think I would want him as a wide receiver two. Who's that? That's Keenan Allen. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. I don't think you can depend on him as a even. Even that's kind of if he. And I'm not saying you're wrong, Eric. Like I no, just no, that's sure. no, that's I my feel it. for it. Yeah, no, it's it's that we, we need that upside, right? I could. And last time we were talking a little bit about Mike Evans. Um, I, I Mike Evans grabs me more than Keenan Allen does. Like I understand he's fallen off a great deal, but I also think that had a little bit to do with like Brady. Does has never liked targeting that outside receiver. I mean, he did when he had Moss, of course, and he has yeah. with Evans, but it's almost a stretch for him, right? Like Brady is a slot and tight end dump down kind of guy. Um, and not that Evans, we have no idea if it's going to be Kyle Trask or who it's going to be, but as long as Mike Evans is on the field, I have to feel as though he's going to get He's going to be fed to a thousand yards, and when you get near the end zone, you're going to target Mike Evans. So I think yeah, he's a sure. little bit undervalued. Although there's there's justification for everybody going before him as well. Uh decisions, decisions. Yeah, I struggled with that one. Yeah, uh, I I would I like Cam. I like Cam. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I think he's. He makes, he makes me nervous. I think he's, he's about well. Like in a but yeah. I like I would have taken somebody else there in a tournament or in a non-tournament. Uh, Understandable. Somebody, uh, but like in a tournament, like shoot for the you know I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot for the moon because if he hits at his he was absolutely he was absolutely next to my queue. I think yeah, it's a solid sure. pick there. If he hits at that price point, like that's a potential lead winner. You know what I mean? If he's able. Yep. to finishes at RB1 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got him at RB22. 
Yeah. He could easily be RB9, 10, 11. I'm a sure. sucker. I'm easily. a sucker for snacks, guys. I'm a sucker oh. for snacks. Oh, I love it. bad, though. I like Ayuk, dude. Oh, that's – yeah. I, I love Ayuk as my wide receiver for. You know what I mean? I mean, when you're getting him in the eighth round and suckers are drafting Debo – oh, no, he went in the fifth. Man, I, I've made it since our last uh, draft. I've made it my mission to lay off Debo, and he's yeah. going a lot later. Like yeah, I, he, was I just going, gotta, he was going like third round, right? Yeah, yeah. because of me. I mean, there, one of the things, like, I know we're in this. We're going to lay off. And we all want upside, right? We all want these 40-point weeks. In reality, you know, that doesn't happen a lot. And one of the things about Brandon Ayuk is he is basically never a zero. Um, he's always giving you something. And I know floors aren't going to win in a tournament with 1,400-plus teams. But when you got a guy that can consistently just give you 10, 12, 13 points in combination with, you know, the four or five bigger games where he gets 18, 25, something like that, that's huge as opposed to a guy that's giving you a zero and then popping for 30. You know what I mean? I mean, that, that's how I look at it. I'm with you. Um, yeah, and I mean, I mean, look. Let's not forget this guy's only three seasons deep, right? He's going in his fourth season, and I mean, last year he gave us what eight? He gave us three wide receiver one weeks, which well, in that which in that offense, you know, uh, the I mean, way they spread the ball is is pretty nice. Couple couple wide receiver two weeks. Sorry. The way you look at it, JD, is since he's been in the league, he's never finished worse overall than a wide receiver thirty-five. Like that's his goal. <laughs> You just drafted him at his like floor. Yeah. Um, his ceiling. And that's so what you want to do. That's what you want right. to do, especially in these tournaments. And l- last year he finished wide receiver 15. Um, so, I mean, there, there's a lot of room, uh, um, you know, for him to hit that again or, or come close to that. Or even if he finishes at a wide receiver 20, a uh, back end wide receiver two, he's still smashing where he's going. Um, and again, he's just, he never really gives you a zero. He's always put, giving put, you some- Points per game, he actually gave us a wide receiver 18 season as a rookie. And then last year, he was uh, wide receiver 23. So still a, a wide receiver two. But yep. again, we're, I, like you said, I'm getting him at wide receiver 33. It's a uh, nice value. So look out. Again, the San Fran and the, the Green Bay uh, stacks, I find, are, are sneaky. There's a lot of them. I, I right feel now. like there's a lot of them. And look at Wheeler again, dude, with Connor. Like I, that's dude, that's who, that's exactly who I was deciding between. I was deciding between, I was deciding between Connor and Ayuk. I literally yeah. had those two guys, and I'm like, do I want to take my first QB? But because I have Lance, I'm I'm like, you know what? I'll strengthen his strength, and I'll worry about running back. But I love James Connor, dude. He's going after Tyler Algier. Oh, it's like it's what terrible. the it's hell? Criminal. It's it's criminal. Um, and Wheeler, when I said I was gonna take a safer player over Acres, it was gonna be Connor. I didn't want to mention his name, obviously. Uh, well, especially but, uh, especially with Kyler being injured, you got to think they're going to lean again on 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 James Conner, man. I'm trying to see what he fi- he finished good. as the guys. He finished as the RB nine last year. He was the RB seven the year prior. Points well, per game. Me, so me and Peanut Punch, uh, we're in a two. We split a two fifty last year. We ended up taking third in it, but uh, we had running back problems throughout the entire season. We had a lot of injuries, but thankfully, when James Conner started to smash towards the end of the season, we had him. And it literally took us from like seventh place uh, midway through the season or, you know, from week 12 on. And it got us back into that money where we got our buy-in back. 
And I feel like if we would have had him healthy for the full season, uh, we Peanut Punch and I had a really good chance to win that league. But I mean, he, he was he was money, and he was a value last year, and he's even more of a value this year. Yeah, you guys talk about Connor so much, I couldn't not take him there. And, and here's another guy, James Cook, too, man. I, I I love James Cook right now. I was hoping he might. He's the other guy I was considering in that last pick. I I was hoping he might sneak back to me there. Yeah, there's a couple guys I was considering. I definitely needed a running back, and James Conner was a value there. Komet, to me, is a stretch, but uh, he's the last uh, of the tight ends I'm sure about. Peanut punch backdoor picket and pickings, man. You guys see that? Ah, nice. Yeah, I, I, see, not, I right? love, I love, I love the later, the later stacks that you can For sneak sure. in where nobody's paying attention. I love those. Like last year, last year it was like Fields with like Komet. You tried it with Mooney, you know. The yeah, Fields Komet was one I used a great deal last year. Guys, look at uh, let's curious to get your thoughts on Team Four here. Uh, Nine read, read it off. Uh, read it off, Eric. Read it off while I make my No pick. wonder. Oh, oh actually, the pick as well. Oh, yeah, Eric, you go ahead and pick. Team four. Team four went is going zero wide receiver at this point with Burrow, Bijan, Josh Jacobs, Jared Goff, Dobbins, Schultz, Engram at tight end, Algier, and Cook. He has no wide receivers whatsoever. I actually want to try something like that, not to this extreme. This little yeah, but these these tournaments bizarre, like, that's but... where that's where you want to try it. Like these tournaments are fun to, to try. That's kind of what I like about the tournament is it gives you more options. You can be a little funkier. Uh, whereas when you're playing in a twelve man league, you know you don't need to to, to go so far. You're you're basically trying to be chalk, to be honest. Now, in, in a lot of those, I can agree with that, but like. So up to a point, like I, I would have skipped Schultz. Uh, I would have skipped Algier. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind what he's doing. I just don't. It's think. very unique, and if he hits on the wide receivers late, though, I mean, and there are plenty of wide receivers late that could just go off. And I, I'm not like, I, I, I like this kind of structurally and like I'm not saying he needs a wide receiver in those spots I'm just saying like it seems as though he's trying too hard not to like I think it was the sixth round where I was just standing there saying holy cow I'm just looking at these wide receivers and it was nothing but wide receivers like mm-hmm. they were the value so and and the obvious value, like I don't like Schultz to begin with this year, and I, yeah, I could see, not like, a different tight end. Nah, I mean he took Schultz over Ingram too, which right. I, I feel like should be flip flopped. Uh, right, but I mean he's got a very interesting, very interesting. And player. and I could I tell you what, if he goes all wide receiver from here on out, I, there's yeah. a value at every single one of those wide receiver That's positions. Exactly without it, right? Right? I, so I, he's in a lot of the FFPC live drafts at night, so like at 7 p.m. Eastern and 10 p.m. Eastern. He's in a ton of them. Or he or she, they, I should say, are in a ton of them. And uh, you know, he, he's definitely a tough cookie. Uh, he, he, he knows what he's doing. Um, I've seen him finish first in, in 
several several leagues uh, that I've been in. So um, you know, he it, it's interesting and it's unique, right? That's what you need in a tournament like this. I feel like it's something absolutely. Like and then JD with the nut punch uh, on the uh, <sighs> on the what? Oh, I got hit again. Oh my god. Oh, you love that Tannehill right there, huh? Oh. He was were you hoping Tannehill or Howell comes back there? Oh, I wanted Tannehill so bad. Yeah, oh. Tannehill's good value, man. Especially with Jeez. Burks, right? You picked up Burks. Well, that's good sucks. So oh. Tannehill's gotta be Tennessee's starting quarterback this year, right? Well, yeah, and I had Burks too, so it would have been a bad I, I just think they have the. Oh, I just, wow, I just, nice. I just feel like they have the kid on a short leash. You know what I mean? Like they might give it to the kid to start just for his confidence, but I feel like he's probably on a short leash just because the team's good. Like other than quarterback, like the team's pretty good as a team. Like defensively, you know, they, they win games, man. They get to the playoffs. Absolutely. I, I think – I think you go to the kid only if he's ready. Like they're paying Tannehill something like thirty-six million or something this year. Like in the dead cap. All right, who do you guys think I'm taking here? Who do you guys think I'm taking? I'll give you guys one guess. Uh, running back. Yeah, for sure. Khalil, the real deal. Hey, Bear. Yeah, he's the man. Let's rock. Oh yeah, the DJ Moore, Khalil. Stock yeah, is live. I, I love those backs, uh, and I really wanted AJ Dillon uh, instead of Traylon Burks. I feel like he would have fit. Jordan, Jordan Love be passing, be, be dropping those short, short uh, passes to Dillon out of the yep. backfield. Absolutely, well, just, I, dude, we talked about it last time. Like guys like Dillon Herbert, you know, guys that have what I call standalone value, where they're typically not going to be zeros. They're there are one B's in a, in a backfield, but they got a lot of potential. They still league-winning upside. Exactly. Yeah, if one thing breaks their way, um, you know, they're easily top 12. Yeah, they're good. They they have their own value, but they have that RB1 in their range Joe, of outcomes. Joe Mixon, guys, as the RB31 yeah, well, in the 10th round. RB31. I mean, he was going That's in the That's legal top trouble, three. man. Yeah, I know, but it's just it's crazy when you think about yeah. a, a month ago when you're draft, you know, guys are drafting him in the second. I wasn't even touching him in those rounds. Well, I think he was, like he, he was cleared. Well, I know he got in trouble twice. One of them was the recent one. I think he was cleared of that. It was his sister that was involved. But then the other one with the, uh, I don't even know what happened. It was he pulled a gun on somebody or something? Yeah. Uh, so uh, who knows? And J- look at Jahan Dotson here. I thought is a great pick too. Um, I, I like him a lot. Yes, yes, agreed. Yeah, that's the value there. Oh, my God, he did it again. He went hunt. Wow. Wow, he's going RB. So just, so those not watching right now that are listening, the fourth spot started Joe Burrow and then Goff in the fourth. Otherwise, he's just got green down the board and a bit of purple. So Bijan Robinson in the second, Jacobs in the third. He goes J.K. Dobbins in the fifth. He goes back-to-back tight ends in Schultz, which is questionable, and then Ingram. Then he got Algier, James Cook, and Kareem Hunt in the 10th round. So a very unique build. We'll see how he fills up the receiver I would like position. To trade, I'd like to trade Traylon Burks for J.K. Dobbins, if he's willing to do that. FPC, <laughs> maybe do a little switcheroony here. Imagine they let you do like three <laughs> trades, you know, like something like that. You get like three trades per best ball or something, one trade. Yeah, I'm, I'm very concerned about my running back room right now, man. Uh, 
not with good. Jameer Gibbs and Cam Akers. So to me, this is a tournament pick with Charbonnet there. Um, yeah. There's another yeah. running. There's I'm deba- I was debating between him and another running back, but I also feel like there's only one quarterback left that. Well, no, he may not even be starting. I like this running back too much. Yep, he was in my queue. We talked about him <clears> the last uh, before we went on the last part. Yep, I'm not going to have any running backs. Uh, appears in this draft. And that, like, I, I had both Charbonnet and Gainwell over Hunt. Like, that's my problem with the way he's drafting. Like, I'm not. I don't care about the way he's drafting. I just don't think he's getting either players out of value or the best players on the board. Like, yeah, it's fine if you're in like a. And Ritter is the quarterback I was thinking about, but. It's fine if you're like in those start three receiver, you know, like underdog drafters, and then and then maybe the 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 value is that running back as they drop, because everybody's taking those receivers even before they should. But here, that's not necessarily the case because it's super flex, it's tight end premium. The running backs are about where they belong, right? So it's it's not like you're get like you said, it's not like he's getting value. And then he picks up Ritter as his QB three. Yeah, I, I was going to say, can what what round? I was go- I was going to do that. That was that was not my debate. If Ritter is the starting quarterback for Atlanta, the man's going to run. He's going to run for his life. <sighs> um, and it is a quarterback three, but you know who's to say that they don't pick up a free agent or draft somebody and give Ritter a short leash. That's that's my problem with Ritter is that it's going to be a short leash. Yeah. I'm going to actually take my Yeah, you know what? I actually <laughs> don't let, I don't hate this at all here. I'm going to take my tight end 2 in Gesicki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like it here. I mean, just looking at talent and the fact that he's probably going to end up somewhere this season where he's wanted, you know, which is always important where he's needed. I, I think he's a nice value in a tight end premium as a tight end 16. I mean, it's probably where he belongs. I'm not going to say like, oh, wow, amazing pick. Like, you know, great, great, great pick there, JD. I just mean for the for the talent. And the fact that there's a really good, I, I don't know, I like taking the, the guys with uncertainty because I feel like there's room for them to fly up the boards. You know what I mean? He ends up like in Dallas or something. Um, yeah, there's immense upside there. And it, it, depending on who he signs with, like, he's, oh, he, could, he could go to shits, right? He could totally end up in like Baltimore or something. But, but I, I doubt that. Him. Like, exactly. Look at the teams that would probably be looking for a tight end. You're talking about Dallas, like you're talking Green about. Bay. The Chargers, um, I, Green Bay's got other issues. I, 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 I would think Gasecki is looking at Dallas or the Chargers. Oh, I like the Chargers. Yeah, well, the Chargers guy. got Everett. And I don't think they're going to stick with him. I, he's not resigned though. He's he, he's he's uh, he's free agent. Free agent. Yeah. No, yeah. he's yeah. he's under they can he's a cut candidate. <clears throat> but they <clears throat> excuse me, he is a. Uh, he has under contract as of, All right. um, but they, they can cut him and I think save a bunch of money. I don't, I can't remember how much it was. But. Then, then that's it. That, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking he's a cut candidate. 
And, but would they spend the money on Gusecki instead of Everett? It's toss-up. And would Dallas rather spend the money on Zeke or Gusecki? They'll, they'll choose Zeke. So uh, that's out of the question. I mean, I, I think they're stuck with Zeke. But I do. I thought they had cap space to do that. All right. Haymaker, you got Mike Tyson coming out of the woods here. I need it with my running back room. A-chain. A I like that. Or Ashenay, if you prefer. Ashen. Yeah, I like the French version. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so do I. It, it's supposed to be A-chain, but yeah, Ashenay. If he, if he, if he has a problem... If he has a problem with Ashenay, he's probably listening. Say something in the chat. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I have you on a lot of fantasy teams, too. So if you're listening, do your thing, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I like – I'm like in um, in the 12th round. I like, I like Antonio Gibson, man, with DJ Absolutely. Martin, DJ Gibson probably retiring uh, as, as an RB3. You know, where I waited till the eighth round to get my yeah. RB1. I, I love Gibson here. Love that pick. Great pick. And the enemy, the enemy now in, in Washington's got to add a little flair to that offense, right? And uh, Antonio Gibson's a perfect piece to, to, to join the fun. He was. Yeah, I probably could have taken him over Ashane, um, but. Uh, Six yeah, of this, I half mean, the other. I think. I, like I think. Gibson. I think both of those are better than Brian Robinson. And and um, and better than Fort, Foreman, in my opinion. Same oh, yeah. oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Foreman, I, I wouldn't, I won't touch Foreman unless he drops to like the 18th round. Yeah, I'm with you. Minimum. I mean, I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he's good for fantasy, and right. I don't think he's going to have the opportunity. Let's say over a free agent, Miles Sanders, or like I just. Or or he'll be splitting in a bad offense in Carolina with with Chuba. Uh, at best, at best, yeah, right? That's not uh, that's not a great situation. Ah, uh, who took McBride? Bastard. Yeah, he's a good pick too. I love that guy. I have him like I I, I gotta go back and look, but McBride could be around like seventy percent. Right. We got we got team four with his first wide receiver here, Brandon Cooks. And you know what? He could like like Wheeler said a couple rounds ago, damn near every wide receiver getting drafted from this point on is a value. Uh and if Brandon Cooks gets out of Houston, um, you know, he can easily finish higher than wide receiver forty eight. My opinion. Yeah, he totally sniped me on that. I wanted Cooks. Yeah, I, I love the way he drops at that value. Dude, if he ends up in Dallas or something as the the uh, you know wide receiver two, or uh, you know maybe he goes to Buffalo or just somewhere decent, um, I, I don't see him finishing where he's being drafted if he gets out of Houston. All right, this is a total tournament pick. It's a Taysom. Yep. And it's probably early, but you, you know what scares Cooks me? And about Ma- him? Cooks and McBride going through me, so like, you know scrambling. Yeah, but Car Car might lean on to, to Hill, man. You never know, no, right? Right, but I I'm saying like his position could change in FFPC. And that that's what scares me about it. I had him last year early in draft. Oh yeah. And they switched him from a quarterback to a tight end. Oh, you got to uh, take that into consideration with your roster build, right? Like I forgot. Flex, yep. But just I, maybe you get an extra tight end or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is 
good super like I would much rather him a tight end and in other formats they don't change it but FFPC has been known to like come July switch his position 100%. they did it with uh um, yeah. I can't remember the dude's name but uh oh, oh and from, I think it was from Kentucky yeah um I don't remember his name. He went to the Dolphins, I think. They've done it a couple times, yeah. I, and I I know who you're talking about because I was yeah. he was my, like my sleeper of the year, and he ended right. up being a bust. So I was yeah. whining about nothing. But oh, Juwan Johnson is a nice yeah. pick too. That's they nice just re-signed him. I bet, yeah. I, and he took Fournette, dude. So I don't he probably he probably thinks you he sniped you there. He probably because that's that's not a bad pair, especially if they do change. You have Hill and Johnson, right? Either they're a I solid like tight end too, or or you're getting a quarterback and a tight end before the season starts. Yeah. I like oh. So Fortnite off the board in the thirteenth round. I'm not reading the, the the every round anymore, guys. Like I said, check us out on the on uh, YouTube and on Spotify. You can watch the shows. I I might go through skim through a couple rounds just if we see something different, but we'll try to keep you guys up to date as much as we can on our rosters. And you know some good picks and values that we're seeing. So, Kevin takes Taysom Hill in the twelfth and comes back with Sky Moore uh, as the wide receiver fifty off the board. Yeah, it was right after Juju. I kind of I was debating between Sky Moore and a couple others. Sky, the upside is there, right? There, the yeah. imaginary upside possibly. There's a couple other receivers there that I was looking at that are safer wow. bets. But Elijah Moore was one. Uh, well, and that's the thing. I had Rodgers, too. What a man. I'm uh, I, lo- I love Elijah Moore's value, guys, with, with, with Rodgers most likely being there. If I could have paired yeah. him with Garrett Wilson there, that would have been sweet. Dude, Elijah Moore is good, man. He's good. He's good, but they don't like him. I know. Yeah, no, no. Hold like, on, though. They don't. They don't. They 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 didn't like him before Rodgers. Now they like whoever Rodgers likes. Right. So Rodgers okay. gets on the practice that's, field. That's but, he sees Elijah Moore yep. flying down the field and just grabbing yep. everything he throws at him. He's his new best friend. You know. Rodgers already has talked one receiver on that team up. Well, and I'm going to keep my mouth shut because oh, oh, he hasn't been taken ooh. yet. scrolling down so the reason i passed up on elijah is like you know what if he's young and cocky (sighs) rogers doesn't like young and cocky i don't think he's young and cocky man i don't i I mean that's i i'm not saying he is but that's how it came off last year right like isn't that that's the team's perception of him if if that happens to be right like i like elijah more a lot like i got him on a few dynasty teams but I don't know. I I took my dice roll on Sky this time. I have been scooping Elijah up in a lot of more self-contained drafts, but uh, uh, sky's the limit. <laughs> wow, I, like I had to say that. <laughs> had to go there. Um, I'm deciding. So what's here. JD's I'm deciding going? If I, wanna, like, I don't know if I want to snipe. I don't. Oh know. no, you, you could go running back or receiver here. You went. Yeah, or- he you want real zero RB? Quarterback. JD, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Elijah Moore. I like the value. Um, Mitchell. Mitchell. Oh, sorry, Elijah Moore. Uh, Elijah Mitchell. 
Right. Elijah Mitchell, you know, I, I love, I talk about it often, especially in Superflex. I love pairing my running backs with my quarterbacks. I love it. I, I did really well with it last year. And if I can make it happen, you see AJ Dillon, I paired up with Jordan Love. I've got uh, Mitchell with Trey Lance. Last year I had Rodgers and Jones did really well with me, for me. That's, that's who I was contemplating. I was going to snipe Zay Jones off of uh, yeah. Eric. Double but standard. I worry, the only thing I worry about Zay Jones, as much as I'm not a big Ridley guy, like I appreciate that he's going to come back. He's, a, he's, he's shown us really good, you know, wide receiver one season. I worry about the year off and all that and Christian Kirk. I just wonder if he plays, if he takes away some of Zay Jones' um, vol- targets. I wonder what, so, you, what you guys think about that. Yeah, so I would say if, if, if he does take away targets, like I, I, Calvin Ridley to me isn't a downfield type of wide receiver and I don't really think Zay Jones is either but he was kind of used like that last year like Christian Kirk was kind of operating you know over the middle of the field and I think Ridley's going to do the same um and I think Marvin Jones will be gone from there obviously they could add somebody again and just keep giving Trevor Lawrence more weapons but you know Zay Jones had a couple monster weeks and he did it you know stretching the field and, and catching some of these longer passes so um, I, I, you know, he's not Deshaun Jackson, um, but I don't think Ridley would take away some of the deep targets that Zay Jones would get. My my own opinion. I can agree with that. Like, I just, I think, yes, some of Jones's upside is slightly capped, but where he's going, like, he's a value without and, a doubt. And I think the thing JD said earlier is targeting good offenses. Like, you could do a lot worse. I mean, especially, yeah, you're you're stacking a good offense. Having Zay Jones and Christian Kirk, like, Ridley isn't getting all the targets. Like, you're you're, you're doing well there. We got to remember, you know, and Zay Jones is good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, Trevor Lawrence has a really good uh, rapport with Kirk and with Zay Jones. They're going into year two together. And then here comes Ridley who I do think will be involved, but chemistry is a real thing. And I think Zay Jones and Christian Kirk have that uh, right now with with Lawrence. Yeah, so, like, what you're probably going to end up seeing is Ridley heavily used in the first half of games, or, you you know, like, they have a game plan to get him involved. But when it comes to crunch time, he's going to rely on those guys he's dealt to before for at least, like, the first half of the season. After, you know, they build a rapport, you'll see it all mixed together. But... You know, Ridley will certainly be targeted heavily that first half of the season or in first halves of games. But, you know, you got me. They're probably going to be in a lot of close ones. So, yeah, I would say Jones, very talented receiver, undervalued because um, he kind of went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs his first or second year. Yeah, over there in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, but he seems to have bounced back and found himself a nice little home there. So he's in the 13th yeah, round. He really had a nice year last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, he had some definitely some down weeks, but he when he went boom, he went boom. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, double di- double digits, right? You expect yeah. these guys to – they're filling holes, right, at this point. Yeah. You're, just, you're filling the blanks. You're filling the holes. You're trying to, to build on your roster, your specific roster. You know, get, bring depth where you need depth. Stack if you can. Right now, oh yeah. So I've got 
Where are we? We're in the 14th round. You've got Wandell Robinson, Josh Palmer as the wide receiver 60 off the board. The Shiva is up next. Chubba Hubbard goes off as the RB 46. I don't really like anybody on the board right here. Uh, I like Chubba. And I usually punt tight ends. I've had a lot of success doing that. Um, even though that's not optimal on tight end premium, but I don't really, for me personally, I don't like anybody on the board right here. So I'm going to take a swing at Gerald Everett, uh, who right now is on the chargers. Uh, and I think he's in a good spot. He went, I don't know what tight end, uh, what is it? Tight end 20, 21, uh, <laughs> off the board. And last year he finished well above that. Granted, there was a lot of injuries to, you know, Keenan and Mike Williams and all that, but um, he still did it, uh, so that's working in his favor. I like his talent. Uh, yeah. I, I wish I, he just – yeah, he's hyper-athletic. He's talented for and some I mean, reason. I think his – It doesn't take – Oh, yeah, and I, it tight end 21. That's yeah. absolute value for sure. Um, I would have avoided him. I, I just like didn't like – I didn't like – like, for me, uh, I didn't – you know, there wasn't anybody that was, was standing out to me. There definitely isn't any standout tight ends from here, and Everett does. I don't. Have I don't hate Everett upside. at this price. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate him at this price. Tight end twenty one in a tight end premium. I mean, he's whether he stays in in Chargerland, which I don't know that he does, or he goes somewhere else. You always think like these type of tight ends. They're bringing them in because they they feel like they're going to fit their scheme. They're gonna they're gonna target these guys. So Higby and, and Everett, I find, are very similar, and you see yeah, them both Higby go off too, yeah. a couple a couple picks apart. I put I took KJ Osborne. I love the fact love that he that got pick. re-signed in uh, in Minnesota. He could easily be the the second target. We don't know if Cook comes back. You've got TJ Hawk there, obviously, um, that he's competing with, and JJ. So he's probably the three, but a pretty solid three in an offense that you think is ascending. Second year in that uh, scheme with that with that coaching staff. So I, I do really like KJ Osborne um, value in this range. It was either him or Palmer, and Palmer went off the board a couple of picks prior. Osborne was next to my queue for sure. Yeah, I, I I was all over Osborne last year. It wasn't bad either, um, but he was going a little bit later than he was this year for sure. Now, he gave you a wide receiver too. Uh, we yeah, towards and, and the end even of uh, you know with the recent news of Thielen going bye bye um, and Thielen gone. That's that's yep. another great valid point. Yeah, against Indy. Indy, he put up 10, 10 receptions, 157 yards. Well, he he was good as a touchdown. rookie. Uh, he was very good as a rookie. Yes, yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know. Especially he, for a fifth rounder, you know. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, again, that's another offense that's going to throw it a lot, you know. Um, and it's hard to go wrong that way. Like, he got, he, he got 82 targets in 21 and then 90 last year. Yep. So even if he gets above the hundred mark, I think in this range he's he's giving you good value. Or even if he stays the same. Uh, or if he, he stays the same. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. And then look, here's another guy, doesn't have a huge ceiling, but just rock solid in Tyler Boyd. Uh, wide receiver yes. sixty-two. Yes. Um, I mean, he, he, that's another undervalued. Uh, and there goes Roshan. Who took the all oh, Wheeler, of course. Yeah, um, yeah, Wheeler, of course, took him. I was thinking about uh, that. Yeah. Alec, I love the Alec Pierce pick too. I was looking at Pierce um, and Madison coming back the other way. Yeah, so Madison. Madison was next in my queue. He got I got sniped there, so I figured uh, Alec Pierce mm -hmm. was next, and I'm like, JD will like this one. 
And then the Roshan, I was just thinking back to our last draft where he went in the 11th. Um, I know this is super flex, but like at this point, 15th seems like a value for Roshan. I mean, you got nothing to lose, especially if you have a, a running back core, uh, you know, on your roster already. Uh, if he doesn't hit, it's not going to destroy you. Uh, right. And if he does hit, it can only help, you know? Yep. I mean, that, that's how I look at those kind of situations here. Yeah. I, I think he fits into my roster pretty nicely there. Mm-hmm. And with what's left... So we're in the mid middle of the 15th right now. Guys, if you like what you're watching, you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe, smash the like, give us a nice little review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us. We appreciate the support. We're here on a weekly basis at least to do the ball in. And check out the other shows on the channel, man. We've got, you know, we, we've got the best guests. We always load it up with the guests uh, to bring you guys the best knowledge. We had recently Andrew Cooper, the tight end guru, from Fantasy Alarm this week was on the show. We did his top five uh, freakishly awesome tight ends, rookie tight ends, which you'll be surprised by the his top five list. And especially if you play FFPC, guys, tight end premium, you want to be on top of it. And we talked a lot of the pre-agency action that's coming up. So the guy I like second to Roshan is Tajay Spears. Yeah. So I'm going to take him. Yeah. I, I love getting an upside rookie as my RB5, especially in, in round 15. Tell me about Spears. So Spears gave you 1,500 yards, 21 touchdowns, 14 games last year, 229 touches. So you know he's got the three-down ability, 22 receptions. Just, just, Just a fun – yeah, man, just a fun player, especially, like I said, like where he's going, RB51. And I I can't wait to see where he ends up. In, in the draft, the NFL draft this year. He's 5'10", 200 pounds, so decent build as a as a running back. And college dominator, 31%. I mean, it's all right. He's 21 out of Tulane. Out of Tulane. Mm-hmm. He's on my... I he's know. very... I'm not a film guy at all, so don't listen to anything I say about that. But he does appear to be very shifty in everything that I've seen um, from the people that are the film guys. I mean... He he looks like a sneaky sneaky three down back to me. Yeah, he, yeah, dude, he he looks good, man. Uh, there's no question about that. And again, I think how much with all these rookie running backs, it's going to be such a landing spot dependent. Um, hundred percent opportunity, like, right? Opportunity is yeah, like one of the most. Be, you just hope for him because I do like him. If he ends up on the Saints or something like that, um, with Kamara dealing with whatever he's got going on, um. I mean that that would be a smash spot. I, I I feel like in a really good landing spot for any one of those rookies. But I I'm with you. I, I I love Spears a lot. So what what did you have his weight at, JD? He's showing I, on uh, on player profiler. He's at two hundred one. I don't All know right. if that's that's changed or. No, they're, I'm sure they're right. I like mm-hmm. I had my dynasty ranks pre combine and. Pre-combine, he was listed somewhere at 195. So if which is which is good, right? He's putting on some weight, right? Hopefully, right. He, he keeps some of that shiftiness and that burst. Mostly the burst, his burst, uh, burst score, 91 percentile, 91st percentile. 
like you yeah, said, he's I, shifty. And, and you know what it is with him is if he finds the hole, he's got that big playability, right? So Yeah, so just uh, Rotoviz also has him at uh, 2 one Oh. Okay. And that's like that's the difference between pre combine. Just the team had him listed at one ninety five or whatever. Yeah, or, this is uh, I believe for Rotoviz, this is combine. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Combine. When the combine was happening, we were mid draft, so like I, I need to get caught up on all of that. Yeah, I mean that dude had two hundred twenty nine rushes for fifteen hundred yards and nineteen yeah. touchdowns. Man, I mean that is no joke. Mont. So yeah, I, def- I definitely had him in my top 10 rookie running backs, but I, I definitely need to take a closer look at that after we have some weights in. Da- Damian Harris as the RB53 in the 16th round. I mean, yeah, I just man. feel, especially you see guys he's going after, I feel like he's really nice value. Again, whether he stays in New England or goes somewhere else, you got to think this guy's going to score touchdowns and, and just be given the rock, especially on those early down. Yeah, I should I should have him on the radar more too. Um, I don't think I have any Damian Harris, but I, I I don't see how a guy like Deontay Foreman is going before Damian Harris. Like yeah, especially five rounds or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Mechie, I like that pick. Yeah, we talked. I think we talked about yeah, him we last talked week. About him last time. Yeah, he's a nice late late round guy. Yeah, I hope the best. I think everybody's a Mechie fan, right? Like, we just yeah, hope for, for sure. the best for him, too. He's definitely got the talent. We just hope he comes back from that. Was it oh. leukemia, I think? What do you guys um, What do you guys I'm think sure. of guys like Kyle Trask, I find, and Baker Mayfield can be interesting guys in these Superflex tournaments. You know, like as, as late quarterbacks, like QB 34, 35, we're, we're hearing that Mayfield um, – I mean, you'd like to see him back with McVeigh, but I don't know that that's necessarily where he ends up. Oh, I got to – oh, man. I was hoping that – see, it's nice when the guys that you have in your queue come back to you, but you hope that it, like, you know, narrows it down for you and you don't have a decision to make. But when all three guys come back, it's like, ah, oh, seriously. Very well know that feeling. Very well. Yeah, it's either one or the other, right? Either they all three go or you've – you still have a decision to make. You're hoping it gets narrowed down, but ah, oh, this is a tough one too. You got, what you position do you need? Make this. I, I think I think what I'm looking I, at receivers. I'm deciding between two receivers for my stacks. I know. I think I know which one you prefer. I don't so know which one first, and I don't have time. Right. So I'm gonna go with the first QB off the board. I'm gonna take Gallup here. Uh, just because I don't, yeah. I don't really have any stacks for Dak, right? So it, I, I, yeah. I, I don't yeah. hate it here. There was another guy I was considering here who probably won't make it back to me, so I might as well talk oh. about him. But Dubs, was I didn't even realize that you I liked him. Yep. Nice. Uh, Dubs isn't really on my radar unless I like the, am... the problem with the problem with Dubs is what's what's the best is, is unless I have love. Like if I have love, I'm. I'm targeting Dubs or vice versa, but but the problem with Dubs is he's never going to be necessarily like a wide receiver two for you know what I mean like he's like the third fourth option in that offense at best. Like Gallup has the potential to be a thousand yards, eight touchdowns. I I remember you going on about him last week. I think it was last week or the week before. That's that's kind of why I was like, you know what? You don't think they're gonna? What what if they add somebody? They could, they could, but presently they don't. Added, added Tolbert, added Tolbert, and that didn't add and, too much. And oh, you oh, know what? 
Oh, dude, you want to talk about somebody derailing 90% of my fantasy teams? Why well, you did? Yeah, I, I had I had quite a bit of Tolbert in rookie drafts. Oh like not, God, not a huge dude. amount, but I had enough, and it, it, it hurt me. He didn't do any. He didn't even dude, give you a he glimpse. he was atrocious. Yeah. And let me tell you how bad he had to have been. That team was desperately in need of another pass catcher, and he still couldn't get on the field. That's all I need to see. He's done. He's yeah. done. Yeah. There's no year two leap. You heard it here first. He's done. At least, at least a guy like Sky Moore showed you some flashes at the end of the year yeah. in the playoffs. He's in a, a really advanced offense. So there's a possibility. You know, you could see uh, a scenario there where he, he, he comes out of that and he breaks out. But with Tolbert, it's like literally nothing. Like nothing. nothing. On a team that needed somebody. Um, yes, that, that's, that's what the. It's not like yes. he was buried on the depth chart and just couldn't Agreed. get on the field. Uh, Agreed. And I think the thing with Sky Moore, early in the season, they were using him on special teams, and he fumbled a couple punts. Uh, and I think, you know, that potentially might have hurt him as far as maybe getting on the field a little bit. Well, early. It, it may, as, a, as the coach, it makes you nervous. You know what I mean? You got yeah, but in the Super Bowl, team. in the Super Bowl, you saw him go to him uh, when it mattered. Uh, you know, I think I don't know if it was a screen or an end around or something. Wheeler, um, you're, you, Wheeler's, Wheeler's picking up all my values, man. Claypool right now for me is we were talking about this oh, in, in uh, my sharps. Uh, Dan, Dan brings me all of these sharps DMs, and that we were having this conversation. He's yeah, going way too late right now. Claypool. He's tell going way too Claypool. late. Like. Dude, they spent a second round on him. You see what he did in Pittsburgh? Wait, give him this offseason with, with Fields, but complimenting he, guys like DJ Moore. There, there's a legitimate shot that he is the number three uh, wide receiver on that offense. And I just don't think it's a high power. Yeah, but, dude, he's going wide receiver 73. Yeah, no, I get it. You got nothing to lose for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't like the pick. Yeah, I, yes, I, I, I made it. I don't like. I'm sitting here like, oh, I should I not like have it. clicked that. I like I, it. You know what that means, though. Claypool wide receiver one season is coming. <laughs> I well, hope not. What I, I, what I, I not What I was saying to the guys is he has to perform this year. Like he has to. He gave you that one season in Pittsburgh. He got he got shipped to, to Chicago for a second. It was a second, right? I keep saying that, and I'm like, yeah, yeah two hundred one. Well, ended up being two hundred one, right? So, so just just like the move for DJ Moore, you got to think they're gonna like pepper these guys, especially Claypool's like a red zone guy. He can definitely be a high touchdown guy. Yeah. I, I think this this offense is gonna be a lot of fun, and I mean, like we said, wide receiver seventy three. Tim Patrick's another guy I really like late. He's another guy I you guess, could have picked up for your Russell. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's. Yeah, I'm like I need I, to. I've been grabbing Patrick every, almost every can, draft because he's. Can so we cool. talk about Hunter Henry too? I know uh, your boy Shelly. Yeah, he's Andrew. Andrew's like rolling. But, dude, like I know last year kind of sucked, but prior to that, he was a top twelve tight end. Um. Why? I mean, tight end twenty-seven. I mean, that guy could literally smash that fifteen spots. I, I feel like, man. And John was getting released, and they got an offer. Yeah, but here's the thing: like, if he even if he smashes tight end twenty-seven, Hunter Henry's highest expectation is tight end fifteen. I I don't the, know, man. Um, tight end twelve. 
Like he's I not. I'm about to pick. I'm about to. I'm gonna pull up his. Uh, I just don't think there's upside with Hunter Henry. I could be it's wrong. It's not like, sexy. Like I, I'll give you that. Like it's not sexy, but like he gets the job done. I feel like. Um, and Tim Patrick, I should have been all over. I just took Brissett because I felt like I needed a third quarterback, and I feel like he will start some game somewhere. But I, I really should have waited. I didn't like this turn for me at all. I definitely would have gone Tim Patrick. Didn't even see him for some reason. There's actually a rookie here that I am shooting myself in the foot for not getting. Wheeler in PPR. Yeah. So this is this is not tight end premium. This is straight PPR. In 2017, he was tight end 15. 2019, tight end 9. 2020, tight end 13. 2021, tight end 10. And in Okay, maybe this is more my point. What is the difference between scoring between tight end 27 and tight well, end no, I, I, I 12? Like, I, I think that's I, more my point. Is Yes, he is – uh, he's a value at that pick, but I would not expect anything more than tight end 12, 13. Yeah. That's right. Huge, yeah. But like, I don't know, man, like that to me is where Gusecki or Alconquil just got drafted. So like, I, I feel, I see two other tight ends I'd rather have. Yeah. I've, I've got one lined up, but still, I have a feeling, have a feeling he's going before I get him. So I'm going to go. A different spot but the, the, this round the, this range here is like you want to hit on these tight ends and tight end premium that's really what's going to give you a boost in especially these tournaments like if you if you stack them properly or you get them in the right build if you hit on one of these late tight ends man that's money yeah but i have uh, a few tight ends in my queue that if they do come back, I'm there goes it. Darnell Washington. Guys, if you want to hear about Darnell Washington, go check out. Like I said, this week we had Andrew Cooper talking all tight ends. He's the tight end guru. Uh, even our own Dan Williamson, man, at Overhype Sleeper, no E on the end, is, is a, a big tight end guy. He's got some deep knowledge on it. And we, I mean, Darnell Washington, just a beast. You know what I mean? Like 6'7, he's like 265 or something. He's just a beast. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yes, I think in uh, Dynasty. You took, you took one yes, I, I figured there. I was hoping to snipe JD because he got yeah, me a that couple was times nice. today. So. so both of you guys took the guys I was shooting myself for not drafting at that turn. Like, I'm looking at Claypool and Brissett. Like, mm, no, I should have gone with those two rookies, and Brown and Ben. between my receivers. Well, so you know, right there. How about uh, Curtis, Curtis Samuel, dude? I mean, I talk about it every time I'm on. I love that value. Come yeah. on, baby. I got him in the 17th. Yeah. He's, I almost My receiver, 80. Wide receiver seventy eight. Sorry. Yeah, dude, he is a absolute steal. Um, again, but like the problem, it, like he's not sexy, right? So in tournaments, it's like, oh, we don't want it. We want to get Marvin Mims, but dude, Curtis Samuel is going to produce uh, as long as he's healthy because he's done it every year that he's been healthy, and he's done it with multiple teams and multiple quarterbacks. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's just the. I'm a big Samuel. Samuel All right, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Aaron Rodgers as next tight end. I'm gonna go. That's it. I've already oh, got Garrett, Garrett Wilson. That's it. Going, that's who I thought yeah, Eric would go. It. But yep, I gotta take Tyler Conklin. That's man. it. Yeah, that's the steal right there. Tight end 32. It's unbelievable. That's it. That that's the that's the who. That I thought you were going there, Eric. I, and I was keeping my mouth shut just in case you didn't see him. No, but, I, uh, you know, oh, buddy, I you're you're you're, you're, you're drafting you're drafting with snipers here, man. 
Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Tight end. Um, if I if I take one kind of early, which I consider Dolchich for me, early, um, I usually punt them. So I have a lot of Conklin in the twenty eight rounders. Um, he he was not in my queue, uh, but it was a hell of a pick. I give him that. Yeah, I like that. Like, I like Conklin. Probably equal with the Everett Everett Higby. Like that's where I think Conklin should actually be. Which is like four or five rounds earlier. Right. Right. Yeah. So guys, Um, guys, keep notes. These are just these are really good guys for you guys for those listening who are just maybe starting with best ball or just getting into these FFPC best ball drafts. Like, don't panic, man. And that's why I'm saying if you miss on a position, you see a run on position, don't panic, especially. The more complex the leagues are, the more like if it's super flex as opposed to one QB, if it's tight end premium versus one tight end, there's more layers involved. So there's more intricacies. The value is going to drop, man. You're going to find value value in these spots. So don't chase positions, man. That's my one suggestion with a lot of these builds. I see a lot of guys chase position like they miss on the top tier QBs and then they start taking Mm -hmm. like. Uh, I don't even know who's who's around the borough fields uh, around that area that range that shouldn't be. That's maybe not in that tier. What's that? Borough and fields? Like a golf, right? Like maybe you take golf like like way too early because you're yeah. like, oh, oh, wow, the QBs are going off early. You or Kirk Cousins like I did last Kirk, time. That was Kirk way Cousins, too early. Right? There's, way there's too guys early. like Trey Lance. There's guys like Jordan Love later on. There's the rookie quarterbacks. Guys, you don't have to chase the positions. If anything, I go the other way, and I'll make a strength even stronger. And I feel like that's that's where you really build your rosters uh, at an advantage. So I forgot I had Josh Allen. So yeah, I, <laughs> I like needed that. to stack him with I something. Like I totally just dismissed it, not even oh, thinking sure, about yep. stacking him. Like I should have gotten Knox much earlier too. Fuck right there, baby. I, I did. Th- that's kind of why I got Gallup for Dak uh, Wheeler. That's exactly yeah. why. I was yeah. Like, oh, well, that's uh, Gallup is the easiest way to stack Dak, unless you know twentieth round you want to give you're another not, shot. You're not, getting, to... you're not getting sniped on Gallup, right? Right. Right. You know, so. He's just falling. And he, like, I, I don't I think he's I, I think OBJ, OBJ's the best way, in my opinion. Uh, I think Could be. Going to death. Could be. He's looking for right, 20 million, know. though. And well, suppo- supposedly. Dude, that's ridiculous. Supposedly yeah, it's the same. same. Supposedly he's got the same speed, but just that he's jacked. That's what I'm hearing Ooh, right now. OBJ? Yeah, supposedly he's jacked, man. He's put on a bunch of muscle, but he still has that speed. So you you know oh, you might you might have gotten a nice little pick in the fifteenth. All right, OBJ wide receiver one season. Is the <laughs> <laughs> Too bad my sound my soundboard died right. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, that's exactly. Trust me, my I, that's why I've got these no cable, man. I've I've got to I got to either upgrade the soundboard or or play with some gable, cables. But you know what? We had a little technical only- today. I wish this was 28 rounds, man. They Love the Alberto. Up. Love Alberto. Yeah, and and the Brissette. I don't mind the Brissette. He was in my queue. Uh, yeah, the Brissette, like, I, it's just too early. Like, there were, like I would have rather had Bims or um, Brown over Brissette. Um, and there's, a, like, Tim Patrick I should have had over Claypool. Um just missed him in my queue. Um, but Brissette, I do like, and, uh, and the, the other plan was going to be to wait for Hooker in the last round just so I could joke about it. But, like, there he goes in the 19th. QB 37, man. 
I mean, I honestly, I don't think Hooker has any value this year, but I think in don't, rookie don't let him fall. Don't let him fall in rookie drafts. Yeah, he's he's one. I know he's you like him, and Dan Dan's a big fan of Hooker, and I yeah, mean, it, it's kind of like you pass on on Levis and you wait right to get Hooker like later, maybe in the rookie exactly. draft. Exactly, exactly. All right, I got two guys I want here. I don't know if I can make it happen with both. Irv Smith's the other tight end that uh, was in my queue there. So it was Conklin, Alberto, and Irv Smith were those three guys that I was sitting there waiting on. I think all of them have the potential to all be right. in that top 12 this year. Uh, could he Struggling. come back to me? Too many yeah, choices. It, well, no, it's, it's, it's like you think, like, which one's going to come back to me, right? Which one has the higher chance of making it back to me but I'm, I'm gonna go this he's he's one of my favorite rookie receivers i'm gonna take him here rasheed rice like I you like talk him. about you talk about contested catches this guy just looks like a beast you know what i mean yeah. he looks like just yep. put it in his range and he'll get it and i and i love him as i mean wide receiver 87th in the 19th round i'll take the upside i'll go i'll go with For the sure. receiver he gives me I, I just basically at this point i'm looking like how many running backs do i have and how many receivers I want a lot more receivers in this build, uh, yeah, in this amazing. format, especially with their the receivers filling in the flex spots. So Rasheed Rice, I have him ranked as. Oh, I moved him up. Uh, this might I might need to adjust this, but I have him pretty high. I have him right behind Zay Flowers at eleventh overall in my rookie that, rankings. That's that's pretty much where I have him, dude. I, okay. I love Rasheed. Six one two zero four thirty two point nine percent dominator nine point six five Raz. Thirty-three percent target share. College, come on now. Yeah, I, I, I like him, Mims, and Flowers. Those are like my yep. three receivers that I really like. But Rice at his price, I'm hoping people don't catch up. You know, before the rookie drafts pop. But well, I might so get my I, I might get my other guy. Let's see if he falls to me. I think you're safe on Rice until the draft. Same with same with Mims. Well, Mims has been is now on people's radar as well. Yeah, but, uh, I'm about to From take, the looks of this, if you can get him in 18-19, yeah, I'm going to – I really want to take a running back here, but if I don't win with the six I have, it's it's probably a wash anyway. Uh, yeah, I would think six is six is my I'm cap on running backs in 20. my wide receiver, who I think is going to absolutely smash, and that's Jonathan Mingo. Um if, I've been hearing a lot about him. I, uh, he no, wasn't I even think, my radar. Oh, Wheeler, if you want your mind blown, and I'm not comparing him to this guy, but he's the exact same size, the exact same size as A.J. Brown and faster. And to me, in this draft where there's so many little wide receivers, you know, or, you know, your Josh Downs, Flowers, kind of the smaller type guys, slot guys, Mingo, to me, is one of the few that actually have, has the size to potentially be an alpha jump ball type wide receiver. And he's faster than AJ Brown. Um, I like that. And if he lands yeah, that, right um, that sounds delightful. Guys, Michael Carter in the last round. Oh, yeah. You know, Michael Carter in the, in the last know. round with, with Aaron Rodgers coming in New York and Brees Hall coming off of injury. Yeah, yeah, but what did he do last year? Like last well, year, well, he, got, he, he got his job, Zonovan Knight, and I. And they're like, talking about signing Jamal Williams, which I don't know why, unless unless Brees no. Hall, unless Brees Hall is more injured than what they're leading on, 
Why? So, oh, you know, Jamal Williams, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, uh, Hackett, I guess. There's oh, oh, I didn't so, even think of that. All right, that's uh, fine. My last pick. I'll survive. But, no, but you're right. Um, like, but, I mean, last pick. It's whatever. But, yeah, pick. I haven't been getting any Michael Carter at all just because when he did have the – two years ago, yeah, he was fantastic. Last year I was drafting the heck out of him. But he completely disappointed me last well, year when he did get the opportunity. He really didn't do much with it. Jets would be interested in Jamal Williams when you literally have Brees Hall, Carter's behind him, Jonathan Knight, Flash, um, and don't forget one of my favorite players, uh, Ty Johnson. Man, uh, yes, uh, that was it. That was the other thing. Ty Johnson the other guy got run. Yes, I had I had lined up as well. Martin yeah, Martin. I have him now because Bradley was promoting him. Yeah. So, Johnson? No, no uh, Dwayne McBride. Say, don't, don't get me excited. Uh, <laughs> Pat, 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 Crane, Pat Crane's another guy that talks about Dwayne. We had uh, Pat oh, sweet. On and he was he brought up that. Yeah, McBride. Well, so. Yeah, McBride looks good, dude. Uh, college wise, he. I mean, when you like miss tackles and all that, when you when you look at all those numbers, he he's right near the top in almost all those categories. So yeah, he, he's Not- interesting. Sure. So 1912 was asking which team are Wheeler. Well, we'll go through our teams right now. Wheeler was picking from the two spot. I'll let him read off uh, his yep. his first. I picked up. I was drafting from the 10 spot or sorry, from the eight spot. And then Eric was drafting from the nine spot. So we'll start with Wheeler. Read off your team. Let the peeps know uh, how you feel about it. And um, yeah, man, let's uh, read off our teams and you know have a bit of a, of a discussion here with uh, with the builds and and yeah. what we ended up with. So I uh, I was able to start at the two with Josh Allen. If I would have gone Patrick if Peanut Punch switched that up. Um, and then second round I snagged Devontae Adams despite talking about him the whole round. Um, and then Derek Henry talked with uh, Eric and uh, he seems to be a value where I'm getting them, you know, at this point in drafts. I just, even if he doesn't last the whole season, when he does play, he's top five running back every yeah. week. And he um, might get traded, allegedly. And he might get traded yeah. to a good team, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, that would be, that would make this team real nice if he got moved oh, yeah. to Buffalo, stacking Allen and Henry. I, I could actually see them making that move. That's not a bad I could see I that, too. That. Yeah, I could That's totally a... see that. It's kind of what they're missing, you know? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, he that, actually that matches James Cook. Chairs, though, so. But I don't think it would destroy it. Like, yeah, I feel like they yeah. could play off each other. Yeah, for like, I, I don't think Henry gets 25 touches on Buffalo. Right, because Hill, Hilliard produced uh, a little right. bit when Henry was healthy. So, yeah. Right. Um. Then DK Metcalf, yeah, like, and I think we've talked about this before. The difference between him and Lockett shouldn't be that big. But Metcalf is one of the few that are left that really has that wide receiver one overall potential, Mm -hmm. as far as I see. Um, And then I went Russell Wilson just because the value after him at quarterback, I think, drops off. Um, I reached a little bit for Jamison Williams. Williams is another guy that I think has wide receiver one overall potential. Uh, I went with Judy over a few other guys I like better just to stack with Russell Wilson. James Conner, I got out of value. Cole Komet, I like the value, but I would switch that pick 
and go with Knox to stock with Josh Allen if I could do it again. I like Komet better, but given the stack, I should have gone Knox that, there. That, that tier is kind of flat, right? So you can kind of pick right. whoever fits the build, right? Right. It's, it's like I think the – let's say all the way from – Schultz, Engram, Firemuth, Waller, Njoku, Komet, and Knox. I think that is one tier altogether. Agreed. Um, Agreed. So I usually try to grab Komet and Knox as my safety. But in this case, I should have flipped that just because of Josh Allen in the first. Um, Yeah, and then I went with two running backs I like a lot. Rookie, Zach Charbonnet. John Lobb is all over him, and as soon as he was over him, I started looking at him, and it, I think he's. I think Charbonnet is now pretty much the consensus running back three in this class since the combine. <clears throat> if not the three, the four. He's uh, he's he's. I think in everybody's top five for rookies, and then uh, Gainwell, I think, is a huge value. Love um, that. I had him queued yeah. up there. Yeah, I love that. Pick. Whether or not they bring Miles Sanders back, Gainwell has shown. That he's probably equal in my in my eyes anyway to Sanders. So, at worst, he's splitting touches with him again. Um, or if they let go of Sanders, they'll probably have somebody else in there. Gainwell isn't going to get twenty five touches a game, but he doesn't need him if he gets you don't, fifteen. You don't want him. He gets right? he gets yeah. the right touch. He gets the goal line and he can catch passes. Exactly. Like yeah. the the money. Any I believe he's the one in the two minute drill. That's huge. That's something that everybody should be paying attention to is that two minute drill because that's where most fantasy opportunity really happens. Um, and then takes a hill that used to smash in a two minute drill. Yeah. 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 Um, gotta mention say again. Eric, you're you're come closer to the speaker, brother. We can't hear you. Sorry. I said, I said, I always got to mention Danny Woodhead. Sorry about that. (laughs) For, for Gainwell, you think that's Woodhead? No, I'm saying when you, when you mentioned the two minute draw, I said, uh, Oh, okay. Danny, My Danny bad. Woodhead used to smash. In the smash. Yes. Oh, the OG of the two minutes. For sure. Oh, so yeah. And then to finish out, uh, well, Taysom Hill, that was a reach. And I probably, I, I would have rather had Juwan Johnson straight up there, but in a tournament, if he stays tight end eligible, Taysom Hill represents nice upside. If, Derek Carr goes down, or if they decide if New Orleans is actually decent, those last few games they might need an extra punch. So Taysom Hill, he can serve as a goal lineback. There's a lot of utility there. Um, so in a tournament yeah. style, I do have him ranked higher, but I probably I probably could have waited on him. I could have probably maybe waited a little bit on Sky Moore, but <clears throat> I'm reaching for upside there. Um, Alec Pierce, I see as a value. Roshan, compared to where I saw him drafted last week, seems like a value there. Rookie pick. Um, you know, and then Claypool reset, we talked about. I was kind of disappointed with that turn. But then I went for the stack with my quarterbacks with Khalil Shakir and Albert O, feeling good about them, and finished out with Dwayne McBride, another rookie running back. Yeah. So uh, and, and all, all around content. That that's like a good point you you say there with Albert O and and like sometimes taking the easy out in these late rounds and just complementing what you've already built. I, I feel like people like try to outthink themselves. Like oh, who am I getting at? A, you're not trying to build value or gain value in these late rounds. You're trying to complement what you've already started building, and that's what you did there 
with Shakir and, and Alberto, and I, I love complimenting. And then you go with the upside running back. So I think that's that's a, an easy – when you're trying to make decisions, you know, towards the end of the draft, just keep it simple, guys. Make it and that, fit well with your build. That, that's what I didn't do in the 16th and 17th round, and that's why I, I, I was like, that's and my weak spot you didn't in this like draft. It, right? right? Because, because right. then no matter the, who you Tim take, Patrick was a much better pick there, and one of the rookies would have been a great pick there. Like – uh, yeah, I, I messed e- that up. Either either way, it's a lottery pick when you get right. this deep. So if you make it match your roster or your, especially you're, you're telling the story. That, uh, exactly, you're te- see, Kev, exactly it. You're telling the story, and like Josh Larkey showed us, it pays off to stack. So if you're making decisions, guys, sometimes it's easier than you think. Eric, I'll let you go first. Um, oh. You're right after me in the nine spot. Why don't you read off your team and let us know how you feel about it? Yeah, from the ninth spot, we started off with Trevor Lawrence, uh, went over him, uh, over Jam- uh, Lamar Jackson, which could bite me in the in the butt. But I feel like even if Lamar stayed in Baltimore with the new OC and stuff, Trevor Lawrence, uh, something clicked last year. Their offense appears to be ascending. I, I feel like they're going to be better. So uh, we went with Lawrence over Lamar. Then we came back with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I was really hoping I could get Tua coming back to me in round four, but it didn't pan out that way. Uh, so I ended up probably reached a little bit too much on, on Aaron Rodgers as quarterback 15, but I feel like there, if he does go to the Jets, uh, there's probably a little room for, for, for growth there. So um, not the greatest pick, but definitely not the worst pick, especially in a super flex, being able to get two quarterbacks that you can kind of, you, you gotta, you gotta think Eric, that is like the more we are sure that he's going to New York, the more you got to think his EDP, his ADP goes up. Right. So I don't yeah, know that it's sure. that much yeah. of a reach. I mean, you're talking about versus Geno Smith. I mean, I, I think once he signs in New York, like I think he's going to jump Daniel Jones. I think he'll jump Kirk cousins. Um, you know, it's you know, I think he probably he's going to, he's going to be in that range. He's going to be yeah, in that I, range. I, I think Watson. he would jump probably Jack with Watson. I think yeah. I think he jumped that uh, to be honest. Well, I think he's in that spot. tier. I think it brings yeah. him into that tier with Prescott Watson, for yeah. sure. Um, so yeah, so round four we got our second quarterback with Aaron Rodgers. Round five, I kind of swung for the fence here. Uh, took uh, Jameer Gibbs over some proven uh, some proven running backs. I was kind of swinging for the fence. Uh, ho- hopefully that'll hit. Then we came back with Christian Watson and Christian Kirk, two wide receivers that I that I, that I like. I think. Watson has a lot more upside than Kirk, but I think Kirk, kind of similar to what J, JD will talk about with Brandon Ayuk, is they got really nice floors. Like, they're almost never a zero. Um, and then they give you spike week. So even if your wide receivers don't hit for the week, you're still getting something from these guys. Um, so I, I do think Kirk's a good balance when, when you have a, a lot of variance in wide receivers. And then we came back with our second running back in round eight uh, with Cam Akers. Not the biggest fan of Cam Akers, but right now I will be rooting for I like the, it. Uh, the Rams to be adding a lot of competition to the running back room. If it stays the way it is now, uh, there's, I, I mean, there's no question. He's look look he's good at the end of the year, and you got you got to think with the iffiness uh, with Stafford or whoever's in that quarterback, even if it's if it's uh, Baker, right? You got to think they lean a bit on Akers with what he's shown if he's still in. For sure. Family. I mean, their their offensive line is in complete shambles, uh, so that definitely hurts. So I feel like. You know, if it stays that way, if there is questions with Stafford, you know, he's probably going to have to get involved in, in the passing game uh, in order to probably hit his true ceiling. But I think anything is possible. And, I, and again, with Sean McVay there, that's what you're, that, that's kind of what you're buying into. 
I don't really care about the players so much. It's Sean McVay's not an idiot. He knows how to scheme. If he's good enough to get on the field, McVay's going to find a way for you to be useful. I mean, that's my mindset. Um, so then we came back with Traylon Burks, who I think is uh, doesn't play on the greatest offense, but uh, clear path to being you know 150 plus target guy. I feel like, and there's not much other than Chico Clampo in, in Tennessee to challenge him. And he, I, I think he would have exploded last year had he not gotten hurt on that catch in the end zone when he caught that long bomb and. His head flew off almost, uh, which was very unfortunate. And 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 you got to mention that you you were trying to to stack right to do it round yes. ten so, eleven stack, which yeah, would have been beautiful. Absolutely. So in round nine is where I took Burks, and I was nine, nine and ten. I could get my third quarterback in round ten, which would have been Tannehill, which would have given me kind of that backdoor stack and a pretty good one in my opinion. Uh, but again, got sniped. Uh, Tannehill went, no problem. So then I took my first tight end in round 10, Greg Dolchich. I have a lot of shares of him. Um, I think it's realistically, I think it's going to be him or Albert O that is second, that leads that team, you know, in targets behind Jerry Judy. Um, I, I don't think that's out of the stretch. Tim Patrick's okay. Hamler can't stay on the field. And Cortland Sutton, at this point, um, is kind of just a guy. And, and I think you, we saw Greg Dolchich as a rookie. Um, who was injured to start the year, come in, and it looked like he was a veteran. I mean, he, he just picked up and, and was, was crushing. Uh, so I'm um, pretty happy with that pick. Uh, then we came back. We had some serious running back problems in, in my eyes. So we came back with Jamal Williams and Devin Ashanae, uh French version of it here in round 12. Um, round 13, yeah, H-Chain. There we go. Proper, proper pronunciation here. Um, round 13, I finally was able to get a small stack with, uh, I took Zay Jones. So that kind of matched up with, with Trevor Lawrence. Um, that, that may hit for me, uh, you know, two to four weeks throughout the year. Uh, got my second tight end in Gerald Everett, um, you know, tied to a good offense, had a pretty good year last year. So hopefully that'll continue. And we came back with OBJ, um, you know, just hoping that he goes somewhere good. I think he's in kind of a Leonard Fournette situation where, you know, he's not going to go to a to a rebuilding team. So I, I do think if he does come back and he does play, he's going to want to go to a team that he believes had Super Bowl aspirations. So, um, and, you know, if J.D., if what you're saying is true, J.D., where he's packed on all this muscle, man, I'm all for it. Um, you know, if he can come back and, and be a rock-solid wide receiver three, um, you know, he's going to smash his ADP. Uh, and then we came back with uh, – you guys are going to have to help me with this pronunciation – Israel – a, I'll call him IA, uh, round 16. Um, I like it. Uh, I haven't drafted him because I can't pronounce it. Yeah, but, but dude, <laughs> he looks good. And I wasn't on him at first, but Dan Dan really likes him. So I started looking at him a little bit more. He was, um, I, again, I think it's him along with every rookie, even including, you know, Ashen or Kanye and uh, um, Spears and even Charbonnet. All those guys, it's all going to depend on landing spot. I think some of these guys, I think, could very easily get buried, just like. But as Andy. as your RB, as your RB four and five and six, yep. you want to take you want to take cracks on these rookies, man. Absolutely. I think I actually took him two weeks ago in the draft we did. Okay. And yeah, I, I think I got him in the last round. Like, yeah, I think you did in that did. draft. Yeah, oh. it was either him or another name I couldn't pronounce, <laughs> and I can't find that other name, so I think it's him. Oh. Yeah, I mean, he's interesting, right? If he lands in a good spot, um, you know, anything's possible. And, you know, I, I compare a lot of these rookie running backs to Jerome Ford, uh, who was my round 17 pick, because 
a lot of people love Ford coming out last year. You know, he was at Alabama for a couple of years, transferred out just because he couldn't get on the field with, I mean, they had so many running backs from Alabama, like wasn't a talent issue. He just couldn't get on the field, transferred out, has a good year, gets drafted and goes to Cleveland uh, where he's behind Nick Chubb, behind Kareem Hunt. And he had to deal with the Ernest Johnson. You know, so that's going to happen to some of these r- rookie running backs that we like, I feel like. And, and Ford, Ford is guaranteed a roster spot because he's special teams. Um, yeah, and yep. with Hunt most likely gone, and um, what what was the other De'arnest, name? They already said the Ernest isn't coming back either. So the Ernest was a uh, he barely played at all. He was a um, like yeah. a, a healthy scratch for most games. Yeah, so, he was a guy I yeah, loved yeah, getting laid well, and dressed last year, and he just gave nothing. Right. Well, nothing. yeah, but, but that's because I think we were taking him. With, with the with the uh, expectation, expectation like, of Hunt gone. Right, the expectation True. of either Hunt or Chubb missing time. Um, right. And that didn't happen, um, it, which is good for them. But even though Kareem Hunt, looked, he didn't look very good last year. Um, so, and this year going in, now with Jerome Ford there, and they, you know, De'Aaron Johnson's not coming back. The, allegedly the head coach and OC or whatever kind of talked him up a little bit. I don't think they're going to go into the season with – Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford, and uh, uh, yeah, they uh, gotta add someone, so especially Pouty. especially with the um, depth of this running back class, right? Yeah, somebody's gonna come in, but I feel like if Ford is any good, you know, as long as they don't invest a top two pick in like Gibbs or or uh, uh, Beyond Robinson, Ford's gonna have a chance to compete and at least earn the job. If he's not good enough to get that number two role, then he's not good enough. But at this point in time, he does have that chance. So. Um, I, I definitely think he's an interesting flyer. Um, and then the last three picks of the draft were just, <clears throat> you know, throwing some darts and, and hoping you hit with Marvin Mims, Luke Musgrave at the tight end position, and Jonathan Mingo, who, you know, I could be way off on this guy. But, again, when I look at the wide receivers like Downs and Flowers and, and, and uh, you know, Addison, you know, these are smaller type wide receivers. Where Mingo, and he went to Ole Miss, by the way, too. I didn't even mention that. So not only is he the same size as A.J. Brown and D.K., he went to the same school, and he's faster than A.J. Brown, and he went to the same school as Elijah Moore. I mean, so they are kind of like your wide receiver factory, so to speak. And, uh, you know, I I think it'll be 100% landing spot dependent. You know, if he ends up on Cincinnati in round four, you probably won't hear from him this year at all. But if he's able to go to a team that doesn't have that clear cut, Alpha jump ball type, go get it, game breaker type wide receiver. I think there's a chance he could definitely make a difference. Um, so I've been so, up on him. So that Mingo pick right now, Fantasy Pros doesn't even have him in the rookie pool. But wow. in the past, in the past twelve hours, J- or past two days, let's say Jake Anderson, Billy Muzio and Angelo FF have all talked them up. So Mm -hmm. like, and then like, those are pretty big names. Like those are, those are names I follow and trust. So, and with his Raz is 9.89. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's somebody that's off the radar. That you we should be on the radar. Really, so if you go to player profiler, right? Like this is what's crazy. And you type in his name. Um at the I'm typing it in so I can get the actual terminology. <laughs> um bingo. Um like they have this new thing. I've never seen it before. It must, it must be new, but it's they have these like 
rankings at the bottom of their screen or like for their draft class or whatever. I don't know what. Here it is. So the athleticism. So they got him, according to, you know, player profiler, wide receiver position for the 2023. His class rank is number wow. two. Uh, his all-time rank at the wide receiver position out of 100 or 1,078 is number 19. Uh, and his all-time position, so all positions included, again, this is coming from player profiler, is ranked 947 out of over 5,500 teams. Um, and not a lot of people are on him right now. His closest comparable, I guess, is Alan Lazard. But, if, I mean, if you remember, Alan Lazard was highly regarded for a couple of years when he was with Miami, just never really panned out. Um, so, I mean, who knows? Um, at 6'1", 226 with a 4, 4, 4, 7, 40, uh, you know. Yeah, so I, mean, and it, I, I would tend to bet the only reason we haven't, really heard too much about him and he he's flying under the radar is that he had a late breakout age but that can yep. be clearly attributed to Ole Miss like they just have Ole Miss gets the athletes um, yeah and it's like so remember Penn State for a while was like the wide receiver factory with Godwin right. and uh right Larry Fitzgerald and, or no he went to Pittsburgh but they had a bunch of guys uh uh before and after Godwin but like Ole Miss is starting to produce these guys, um, right? And you know, I you know, it's something to pay attention to. Um, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Right. For my team, hope I hope he smashes. So I'm going to need him. Uh, I only got two quarterbacks. Running backs are a little sketchy, um, so we definitely need some help. And uh, I'm calling on Mr. Mingo to to to, <laughs> to help us out. <laughs> All right, Mingo, Mango, Bango, Bingo. I'm gonna yeah. read you guys the, I'm gonna read the, you guys the winning the, the, win, the winning oh, roster, oh, oh, oh. dude. I there told you, I, I my soundboard died right before we came live, so I I, I gotta work on uh, getting the, the the technicals back up. But let me read you from the eight spot what I did, yeah. and then we'll. Uh, famous Jay is asking a great question that we'll get to as soon as I'm done with my uh, roster build. So I I'm in the eight spot. It's super flex, tight end, preem. I started off with Travis Kelsey which is actually a first for me in this type of tournament. Dak Prescott coming back in the second. Went Garrett Wilson, Devontae Smith as my first two receivers. Trey Lance as my QB two. Went DJ Moore, the newest addition to the Bears, as my my wide receiver three. Jordan Love, I just love, excuse the pun, as my QB three in the seventh round as the QB 24. I went Brandon Ayuk to stack with Trey Lance. AJ Dillon. Khalil Herbert, Antonio Gibson, and Elijah Mitchell were the four running backs that I took from round nine to 13. And then in the middle of that, I took Mike Gusecki to pair with Kelsey. Hopefully he ends up in Dallas and I've got him with Dak Prescott. KJ Osborne uh, just resigned with Minnesota, took him as the wide receiver 61. Tajay Spears after Roshan Johnson is, is one of my favorite yeah. uh, top, top five, six-ish right now rookie running backs. Michael Gallup, Curtis Samuel are great values late right now as wide receiver 71 and 70 up the board. Tyler Conklin going to be one of Aaron Rodgers' targets in the tight end position uh, in the 18th round. And then Rasheed Rice, one of my favorite receivers in this class, just a a contested catch beast and hopefully ends up in a good spot. And then I went Michael Carter with my little Jets stack. Uh, Hopefully he gives us a bounce back season. JD, not only did you get Conklin in round 18, but to put that in perspective, it was the tight end 32 off the board. Yeah. Uh, 
32. So, yeah. Uh, and, they, I mean, that's impressive. And anyone who plays tight end preem knows how valuable he was last year if he lost. You know, you know what? End. Wheeler brought this up. I probably, looking back at this, I could have saved my Musgrave pick and took another wide receiver. And I could have taken Conklin instead of Mims. So I yeah. would have had a Conklin Rodgers stack there, and he would have been my third tight end. He brought that up uh, a little bit ago. Makes a lot of sense. And I figured uh, you you were look, kind of looking at Mims there because uh, I, I know you like him too. I, I don't know if you would have taken him or not, but Conklin at tight end 32 is is crazy, man. He's going he's going uh, um, before that in the in the non super flex. He's usually like tight end 21, 22. Um, so for him to fall that far, that's, I mean, that's insane. So guys, we, we've done, we've done a couple of these live. We've from different spots, right? Cause we've been all over the board. I think so far, even, even in the shows that we've done, let alone the ones that we've done kind of in the back. I know, uh, Kev or Eric, you and I have done some slow drafts. Maybe we'll do some draft board reviews, uh, yeah. maybe even with Dan, cause I know Dan's in some of them with us, but we'll come back and we'll take a look at these. The whole point of these is to help you guys find, um, you know, roster build, find some of these late round gems, play around with your roster builds. I know, I, I, let me come back to, to famous Jay. He asked a great question in the chat. So is three QB six running back, eight receiver and three tight end your recommended roster configuration. Maybe I'll start with, um, with Wheeler. Maybe yeah. give us your thoughts on like your favorite build. I know we've all kind of talked like we don't go in with like a set, you know, this is how we're going to build the roster, but what's your kind of preferred when you look back on what you've built so far, how you end up maybe. Yeah. So in a super flex, I definitely want a third quarterback. In fact, like I even went so far as taking Brissett in the 17th. Um, I just feel more secure with it, even though, Brissett may <laughs> may not enter my roster at all. Um, I just I prefer that construction, and I kind of I kind of hedge towards that three six eight three build. Um, even in the one QB, unless it's like uh, unless I get two early quarterbacks or even an early and a mid tight end. Like if I'm wasted or if I'm using. If I'm using higher draft picks on the positions, I'll fade them. But that three six eight three is in any twenty round draft is usually what I go into. My mindset is usually going in. Now, if I hit this last round and I saw some phenomenal value in the twentieth round at uh, a wide receiver, I would have skipped the sixth running back and shifted to a receiver. But usually I'm kind of hedging it. What can I get in that last round that is going to be of value to me? And how is that going to round me to a three, three six, eight, three build? Um, it's, it's just what I've, it's my comfort zone for the most part. I will deviate based on what else might be around, but yeah, that's generally what I, the mindset I go into a draft with. Eric, how about how about you? Do you defer? Do you have a preferred way? Do you kind of mix it up a lot? What's your you do a lot of these 250 77 buy investments? I do. So yeah, I mean, like in a regular super flex, that's like a non-tournament. Um, I definitely do try to get three quarterbacks. Uh in this particular format, being that it's only 20 rounds, I I think I think 
everybody would prefer a third quarterback. Um, but in a tournament, if you can't get that third quarterback, like like me, like I didn't get it, I didn't I didn't have the opportunity, or I had an opportunity to get him, I just passed on it, right? So I, I'm going with two. And uh, but but uh, with, unless unless Rogers retires, like well yeah, you, if Rogers you, retires, it's it all dumb. it all depends um, on which guys you take. So because Rogers is your QB two, like if Trey Lance is your QB two. I think you kind of have to take, in my opinion, like I'm more comfortable taking uh, a flyer on a QB three later on. Whereas if Rogers, as long as he doesn't retire as your QB two with Trevor Lawrence, you don't right. necessarily need that. That it, it almost frees you a spot to add depth to another position. A hundred percent. And I think again, the format matters. So like, if I'm in a two fifty super flex, that's a non tournament. I'm absolutely going three quarterbacks. Uh, that just gives us the best chance to win in these tournaments. You know, I haven't, I, you know, I haven't ran all the numbers to find out what's the best win percentage and what's the best round to take a quarterback in and, and any of that stuff. You know, I'm kind of just drafting based off my experience and what I see other experienced drafters doing. So, like, I definitely, if in three quarterbacks, the way I look at it, in 20 rounds, um, you, you know, so like Team 7, for example, he, he's got three quarterbacks and he took three in the first four. So what that tells me is, is he's got one player no matter what. No matter what happens, he's got one player in the first four rounds that's never hitting his lineup. And I think – I'm not saying that he can't win that way or that's a, a bad team at all. That's a strategy I don't like doing. So, like, if I were to go a third quarterback, I would try to get, like, a JD did and maybe in round seven where it's a Jordan Love. It's a flyer. You know, but you – flyer, not even a flyer. Round 10, Ryan Tannehill, who I really, really wanted – is an absolute freaking steal. Uh, and right. I can, make the I can make it that he's the biggest steal uh, at the quarterback position right now. Um, there's, I mean, Mac Jones is getting drafted ahead of Ryan Tannehill. Uh, and, and it's just, it's, it, it's crazy. Um, you know, I, it just depends. Like I, when I knew I missed out on Ryan Tannehill in round 10, I made that decision. I wasn't going to third quarterback. And at that point, it's like, try to get, Upside players, upside running backs, upside wide receivers, upside tight ends, and just hope for the best. Instead of was, reaching, wasting a pick on a guy that might start, might not start, like give me the Jonathan Mingos, the Marvin Mims. There's plenty of – like Jermichael Hasty didn't get drafted in this draft. You, I would rather take him than like a hooker uh, <laughs> that uh, has a really good chance of not even playing this year. Um, or even a Kyle Trask who – Tampa Bay's talking about signing Baker. Baker's not great, but he's going to beat out Kyle Trask. So, like, I'd rather take, you know, Hasty, Mims, Mingo, Tyler Scott, Trey Palmer, you know, Slayton, Van Jefferson, and so many other guys knowing that I'm going to get four to five spike weeks out of these guys instead of having that third quarterback that's just pretty much going to give me a zero. It's kind of how I view it. I totally agree. Like Tannehill is that cutoff, right? Like I was talking about the possibility of Ritter as my third QB, but passed on him because we don't know. The rumors are like people are talking to Lamar, and if they're talking to Lamar, they could be talking to anybody. Tannehill is that guy that's kind of the last, um, not sure thing, but like last solid bet. I mean, to give you points man. at that tight end. Yeah. So if you can get Tannehill as your third quarterback in the 10th, that's the smart move. The only reason why I – well, I think there's two guys beyond that that really – maybe three. Um, 
that really kind of have that late value. And the one that went in the last round, Tyler Huntley. I was just going to say that. Yep. I agree with you. Like that's so there, there are only a few guys that you really want to target as that third quarterback. Um, and like, if I let Brissett go, maybe two more rounds, I, he's the other guy that like, if he ends up anywhere, there's a good chance he's going to be like, don't be surprised if he ends up in Miami and two is mm-hmm. knocked out for six games. Right. Like or, 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 there's, or, there's a history uh, there. Somebody's going to go to Arizona or Tampa Bay. Like he could end up starting in Tampa Bay, like, or, or, or Atlanta and Ritter's on a short. Like there's a lot of places Brissett could go. Brissett is 100% a backup quarterback, but he's a valued backup quarterback teams will feel comfortable with him in that starting role if they need him. So he's going to end up somewhere. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I think there's like, there's a possibility Winston went undrafted. So like, if yeah. you want that 20th round guy, dude, that's just, just go back to Tampa, dude. I know they're trying to tank for Caleb and all that shit, but like, just go back to Tampa, man. And reunite. How, how fun was he for, for Godwin and Evans, right? Yeah. Yep. And now we can see. Like, yeah, yeah, he's got his vision fixed. Yep. Nice. All right, boys, we're, we're, we're two hours plus on on this bad boy. It's a Sunday afternoon. Uh, We appreciate Madness selection Sunday. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us in the chat. You guys are always awesome. Peanut punch. We're going to have to get you on a show uh, and you're in our drafts. Anyways, you might as well jump on the screen with us and chat a little best ball. Eric Wheeler. This was a blast, guys. I love hanging out with you guys. I love drafting these with you guys. Get, Let me get, shout get, out. Parting, parting words and maybe your, your, your little quick tip uh, on these best balls as you guys, you know, accumulate your rosters as we move into the offseason. I'll, I'll go to Wheeler first, and then uh, we'll give it to Eric before we close it. Definitely got a shout out, 33rd team. I should have something up there as far as rankings soon, but they, they, they've got it all. Whatever you need, go to 33rdteam.com. And I also want to shout out my uh, cousin's website. If you like doing the NFL mock drafts, go to my cousin's website, The Draft Zone. I used to have my rankings there. Um, but he has a whole, uh, what is it, one of those apps. You, you could do the mock draft for any team, and I think you could do a completely full one. So if you're into doing the mock drafts, Go see um, thedraftzone.com. All right, there you go, guys. Follow Kevin Wheeler at FF underscore Wheeler at the 33rd team, one of the top rankers for the past decade. And Shiva, man, you you know, you know hang with us in these the low buy-ins, the 35s. We know you like to work the 250s and the 77s. We appreciate you playing with us today. Drop your final thought. Give, give a good tip, man. You're, you're a high-stakes best ball guy. Give a good tip, tip to our uh, listeners before you close it out. Yeah, man. I mean, this probably won't be the most analytical tip you ever hear, but I mean, you know, have fun, man. Uh, I, I think that's the, the most important thing. If, if you're drafting quantities, which, you know, most of us are, especially if we're drafting this early, right? We're drafting 50 teams, 100 teams, 150 teams, whether they're on FFBC or underdog or, you know, NFFC, whatever. And a lot of things get lost in the translation, you know, or you have to draft this guy or don't draft this guy or it's too early for a rookie or don't do that. At the end of the day, everybody's goal is to win. Um, you want to try to do things the right way, give yourself the best chance to win, uh, you know, you know, follow some of the tools and database that are out there. But at the end of the day, have fun, man. Uh, you know, if there's a player that you like that you want to root for 
and other players are staying away from them or they're telling you it's too early, man, you know what? They're not going to reimburse you money if they're wrong. And a lot of people are just as wrong as we are, uh, you know, if not more. So, you know, draft your guys, man, have fun and, and, and just enjoy it, dude. Because, I mean, you know, we're able to draft fantasy now in March and February, days after the Super Bowl, uh, which is absolutely incredible. So, like, don't pay attention to, oh, that's, you know, four rounds too early for that. I would have never did that. I would have drafted this, you know, knock all that off because so much is going to change between now in September and you know if you're right and these guys are wrong they're not going to re you know they're not going to reimburse you your buying uh for them being wrong so do it your way man do your research and, and draft the guys that you want to draft if you're wrong you're wrong you learn from it and you move on and, and that's all you can do he's uh, at eric uh he's eric at the shiva 82 he's a, he's a high stakes best ball drafter guys and and i'm just going to piggyback on what he's saying that i think at the end of the season, the one regret fantasy players must have, because I know I do, it's when I don't follow my gut and I don't yeah. go with what I think. Look, it's March, right? You guys are watching us in March. So you obviously have the love of the game that we do, the passion, and you put in the time that we do. So gather your information and make your own, make your own opinions, your own projections, your own thoughts, your own picks. Like Eric said, maybe you're taking a guy two, two rounds early but maybe he's going to be going two rounds even earlier than that, you know, mm -hmm. later on this off season because everyone else is catching up. So get ahead of the game, gather your information, make your own, your own uh, projections, your own thoughts and follow your own gut, man. Cause that's the way you are going to have fun. And at the end of the day, guys, this is all about fun. You know, we talk about the trades we make, the picks we make, the rosters we build. If it's not fun, what's the point, right? So make sure you guys are having fun, make sure you're doing it. We have a lot of fun at the FFPC, guys. And listen, FFPC. To <laughs> and listen to the GOAT district. Course, we got yeah. you guys covered all offseason, whether it's Dynasty, Redraft, Best Ball. Like and subscribe. Go right now. Use the code GOAT. If you're not already signed up, guys, we've got a link in the bottom. Use the code GOAT. Like I said earlier, you get a $25 credit. You can use that toward a $35 buy-in or up. So if you if you go into like the tournament we just played today for, for five thousand dollars, it's a thirty-five entry, you're literally paying ten dollars out of your pocket to get into this tournament. So take advantage of it, use the code GOAT, use the link below. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us on a Sunday afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll check you all later. Go district. <laughs> bleat a ball, bleat a ball, bleat a ball, bleat, bleat ball, and I bleat a ball, bleat a ball, bleat a ball, cause I bleat, 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 hey, bleeding a ball, defeated the ice, didn't see him at all, JD in the pies, I needed it all, I bleated a lie, you bleated a lie, not bleated a lie, and that's what a goat do, facts, let me show you, happen to know, do draft and they don't do bad and they don't lose, make you wanna bleat, 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 it's the goat district, boys giving you the business, and no gimmicks, the best ball drafts, got me feeling like it's Christmas, then it's Christmas all of a sudden, and these riches came from nothing, and I got this all from loving the district, see I just drafted, forget it, I laugh at the critics, they mad at the digits, I clap back my listening, see balling ain't a problem, if you kick it with them often, I refresh the feet till autumn, then I bleep, 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 go.